Gotta keep warm there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Welcome to this Christmas holiday edition of Second City Sports. We're live in the living color right here on Sports Old Chicago, along with Miss McKenna McGee, which is she. I am Sydney Brown. Hey, that's me. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, it's CK80. That's SIDKID80. That's SIDKID80. You can follow me at Keita McGee on the Twitter and at Keita McGee on the IG. Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app if you ever get your apps. You want to know why? Because we said so, that's why. And also, you can get our other live shows uh, throughout the week. So, if you miss them, you can go back and watch them and listen to them at your own leisure, especially during this time of year since it's so damn cold out. <laughs> Make sure you download that Sports Zone Chicago app today. Speaking of Sports Zone Chicago, you can follow us on all social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Gram, Instagram, and YouTube. Please find Sports Zone Chicago on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. If you want to download our podcast, Second City Sports, you can do so by subscribing to War on Anchor. We are available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. Just type this in your search engine boxes on those podcast platforms. You ready? W-A-R-R on Anchor. Once again, at War on Anchor on all podcast platforms. And give War Media a follow on all social media platforms at W-A-R-R Media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. One more game, as the kids would say, at War Media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. And we are unapologetically fun, and we have very definite opinions. If you have any definite opinions during our two-hour extravagance, we call it Sports Talk Radio Show. You can always hit us up in the comment section at Sports on Chicago's Facebook page or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up on the screen for you. But decide to troll and or do something stupid or just play flat up try to plan a stupid joke. I've given Lakina <laughs> full power to give you fools the holiday version of the BLA beer boot. Bye-bye. <laughs> I love when she says that. <laughs> but before we begin, we must remind you that you can also catch Sports on Chicago now available on Roku TV. That's why I celebrate the squad and get with the program. Sports on Chicago is now available on Roku TV. If you already have a Roku television, just tap on the sports folder and download Sports on Chicago through that avenue. If you don't have a Roku TV, we know you have a bunch of handheld devices laying around iPad, iTouch, iPhone, your personal PC, or your Chromebook, like I'm using right now. Just hit up the App Store and download the Roku TV app and access Sports on Chicago. Sports on Chicago through that avenue. So no more excuses. Celebrate with the squad and get with the program. Sports on Chicago is now available on Roku TV, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, live and on demand. And please access us during this time, especially during the holiday season. We know Christmas is just around the corner. We know it's cold as you know what outside. So catch up on all your Sports on Chicago favorites, including us here at Second City Sports, Sean and Maya in the morning, the Smoke Fellas, and Eric Kramer's appearances on Sean and Maya in the morning throughout the Bears season. You can go back and watch, rewatch those. So we have all you need. So Sports on Chicago is now available on Roku TV. All right. All right. So let's get right to it. We got a busy show ahead. So let's get right to it to talk some Bulls and NBA. Now, it's been a busy week for the Bulls. I wish we had had the highlight of that buzzer beater by Io uh, from that uh, Wednesday uh, win against Atlanta. Um, you know, it, it, it's been kind of an up and down, I guess, week for the Bulls. You know, there was an article that mm -hmm. came out with Sean Sharna and uh, Darnell Mayberry, you know, both from The Athletic, who uh, I guess there was some infighting after that Minnesota uh, debacle and everything else that happened to transpire. Then you had trade rumors, rumors involving DeMar. 
and you know zach you know not him not, they're not getting along and blah 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 and yada yada <laughs> well I, I guess that might have woke them up because they not only want to guess the heat yes i know they didn't have kyle lowry nor did they have jimmy butler and a couple of others but you, you did what you're supposed to do against a team that are that <laughs> shorthanded then of course you know that of course the great buzzer beat by io against atlanta they play the knicks tonight again like oh great <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how nba does it with sorry up, sorry up. I know, <laughs> we'll I know, get to right. tips in a moment but <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, you know, I don't know how or why that you know that you know they have these kind of schedules. You know, everybody's going through this type of schedule, but it, it, oh, it's crazy. But yeah, what, what do you think about the, the the Bulls this week, Sid? I would hop on the bandwagon and say that the Bulls are back, but I got to see more. Like you said, the Miami game on Tuesday, it was a great win. They played uh, for forty-eight minutes. No, you didn't have Jimmy Butler. If you he no, they didn't have any. They didn't have Kyle Lowry either. Bam out of Bion uh, dominated the Bulls just about again. The Bulls played a full 48 this time. They paid attention to detail on defense. They shared the ball more on offense. We talked about this the last couple of weeks, Lakina. Uh, they, they averaged about around 25 assists or more uh, as a team of the last seven to eight games. And that continued uh, on Tuesday. And you saw it again on Wednesday in that win against Atlanta. So the Bulls shared the ball, paid attention to detail. They were more aggressive on defense, including Zach Levine. And so, like you said, if you need a, a halftime fight in the locker room, some yelling and screaming to get these guys going, so be it. But as as players, you need to hold each other accountable. It's, it's only so much a coaching staff can do. It's all it's all up to the players to execute the game plan at the end of the day. That's what this business is about, and you have to win ball games. Now, that game on Wednesday against Atlanta, remember a couple of weeks ago, in uh, Lakina when Atlanta beat the Bulls, the Bulls let Trey Young go off in that second half in overtime scoring. Uh, 15 of his 19 points. He did get off. I'm talking about Mr. Young on Wednesday, but they shut the other guys down. We'll get through the box score in, in just a moment. But it was another total team effort by the Bulls. You thought they were going to give up in the last few minutes of the game, but uh, they buckled down. They made the plays they had to make. And like you said, credit to Ayo Dusumu for grabbing that offensive rebound because they could have let uh, DeMar DeRosa uh, miss shots just uh, uh lay on the wayside and play for overtime. No, uh, Dusumu had the presses of mind to get the offensive rebound and put it back up for the win. I, I don't know about you, but did you feel sorry for John Collins getting the bottom of that celebration pile? <laughs> Ow, oh, yeah, my no. leg! Ow! I know, I know, I know. yeah, I know. You know. I don't think anybody saw that, but yeah, I mean, you know, he was kind of like, you know, over because he was by Io as he was, you know, jumped up, you know, and uh, got, mm -hmm. got the rebound and the tip in. But look, I think this is the kind of one that can jumpstart the Bulls. Now, well, can they keep it up? You know, they got the Knicks tonight. I know they're going to be shorthanded. I know that uh, Derrick Jones Jr. is out. Uh, Caruso, who uh, suffered uh, an elbow injury. I think you know, he hit his head, too, uh, I guess, from an elbow. And uh, now he's in concussion protocol. He's going to be out as well. So the Bulls will be a little bit shorthanded. The Knicks are probably going to be in a very good mood after they got their eight-game winning streak snap. We'll get to that after the break. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, this is sort of like a nice way to kind of like, look. Hopefully, so, you know, Zach's shooting the ball better. The defense has been a little bit better with the mm -hmm. Bulls. You know, Vooch has been playing very well. You know, he had 20, 20 and 7. You know, DeRozan, you know, did his thing. Um, Kobe White had 10 points off the bench, including some, uh, a couple of key uh, steals. So, you know, hopefully this will start the Bulls. I mean, look, all of this stuff about, oh, yo, DeRozan, DeRozan wants to trade. You know, he and Zach will get along, blah, blah, blah. You know, for me, you know, for one thing, this is all just, you know, secondhand information. So this is from, you know, I, you know, they think, you know, rival execs think and all that stuff. 
This is mm-hmm. no for all they know they could have heard this from like someone's your know, PR person or from like a janitor who works for the, for one of the teams. So <laughs> I, I'm not. Hey, team janitors are people too. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't, look, I'm not saying they're not. Cause I, you know, look, you know, I had a, one of my cousins was one for for years, but uh, I mean, it's just like I, look, I it tells you all you do about these rumors. I mean, you know, these are just for clicks and such, you know, and views or whatever. So I don't pay real attention to them. And if if they were to trade tomorrow, they can't they can't do it, you know, till after the off season. So till the off season, I should say. So like. Any of this stuff is just your know, mood at, the, at this point of the, uh, of, the, of, the, of the thing. But, yeah, I mean, look, if this was if this team was 18 and 13 instead of 13 and 18, this whole stuff, this whole thing wouldn't be an issue. But the fact that it is, everyone's, you know, got their own little experts to say, oh, well, you know, you know, they should blow it up and blah, blah, blah. I mean, no, just just stop it. Just let the season play out. We're not even halfway through this season. We're about a little over a third through this season. I think people need to just chill and just let the thing play out. You're listening to Second City Sports, the hashtag Football Friday edition, the special holiday edition of Second City Sports, right here on Sports on Chicago. We're live with the color. Sid Lakina here with you, talking Bulls. We'll get to the rest of the NBA after the bottom of the hour break. Lakina, I want to ask you a question about a couple of players uh, that's been key to this mini two-game winning streak for the Bulls. One, Patrick Williams, he's been aggressive offensively. You saw that on Wednesday night. He had 11 points and eight rebounds in 37 minutes of action. Uh, still, He's still in the starting lineup. We know Javante Green's been out the last several games due to uh, various injuries. But I enjoy Drummond, who hasn't gotten any tick, as the kids would say, these last couple of weeks. He came off the bench on Wednesday and grabbed 11 rebounds. Do you think Bill Donovan is starting to uh, find some more minutes for him coming off the bench? Remember, he made an impact to start the season, mm-hmm. uh, Andre Drummond. But I know he's he was dealing with injuries uh, here and there early in the season. But the last couple of weeks, he hasn't gotten that much time on the court. But he made his presence felt coming off the bench on Wednesday, as I mentioned, with 11 rebounds. Yeah, he had, yeah two of those are, are, were defensive rebounds. So I think that was, that's been the key for the Bulls and, and, and such. You know, that's... You know, being aggressive after you know after you know missed shots by the other team, and I know that um, P will also have uh, seven defensive rebounds as well. So I think that's been mm-hmm. kind of been the problem for the Bulls is that getting those rebounds, not letting the other boxing out, not let, not letting the other team get those rebounds after they miss their shots. So I think they've been better with that. Hopefully, they can you know do a little bit more you know, with consistency. That's kind of been the thing with the, with the Bulls this year. The defense has been a lot better. So I think, man, look, if it's look, if it took, you know, someone to look at that information about, you know, dysfunction or discourse, I mean, still sometimes that helps. So I'm not gonna knock it. Well, that part of it anyway. So yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, look, you know, I know a lot of people want to see more. There's still five games under five hundred, but you know, the, the schedule mm-hmm. kind of sets up for them to kind of go on a little on a little bit of a run. So, you know, I I, I think I think people you should just kind of just let the season play out instead of making your you know these you know, play with your trade machines, if you will. So I think people need to just, you know, just chill and just let this let this part of the season play out at least. Uh, Patrick Williams, for me, has been a very good player this year d- defensively. Offensively, I still like to see him be a little bit more aggressive. I know he's starting to improve his outside shot, especially from the three. I'm not saying he should be your third scorer on the team. You, you have Zach, you have DeMar. We'll mention the other player in just a moment, but – I like to see Patrick Williams a little bit more aggressive. No, he's not going to drop 35 points like he did last year in the meanless regular season game against Minnesota, but I like to see him just a little bit more uh, aggressive offensive, uh, offensively. Uh, taking the ball to the basket. Yes, you've had the open shot, take it, but you have the chance to uh, get to the hole, get to the hole. His defense has been more than impressive this year. I just like to see him a little bit more aggressive offensively. And hopefully Andre Drummond will continue to get his minutes back and get his uh, conditioning under him because he's been very good off the bench along with Goran Dragic this year. Like you said, you mentioned 
Kobe Kobe White starting to get his uh, timing back uh, with the scoring. He, he stepped up big the other night in a win against Atlanta. I want to ask you about this third score before we hit our break, and that's Nikolai Vucevic. I know he's still a whipping boy amongst some in Bulls Nation, not yours truly, but he has to score more than 29 points as a season high this year. I know he had 20-7 and seven on Wednesday against Atlanta. How important is it for the Bulls to establish, establish him early in the game, especially in the post? Because well, he, uh, he came out on the blocks, you know, no pun intended, uh, uh, with that mindset to start the year. But the Bulls have uh, gotten away from that these last few weeks. Yeah, and I think that's sort of like been the thing to kind of get away from. But I guess if it helps spreading the ball around, you know, everything else, I think that usually sort of helps. So that's, you know, look, I think, you know, setting, this out, you know, setting you know, this, the pace for him early, I think that would help as well with uh, with him as with him. So I think it's it's kind of one of those things where you just, you just got to, you know, the Vucevic you know, has been really – probably one of the few consistent guys on there. I mean, yeah, he had like a couple of bad games, but, and I know that Bulls Twitter likes to, you know, you know, get on him, but he's actually been really soft for the Bulls. And we've been talking about it too. We owe him, we owe him Andre Drummond, Goran Dragic. I mean, look, I think, mm-hmm. look, the, this team would be way off if we didn't have Dragic or Drummond. So I think people need to just, you know, kind of like, you know, get out of the head of, oh, well, you know, Drummond and Dragic haven't contributed. Uh, yes, they have. And, you know, considerably. So I think people need to just, you know, chill off that. So uh, I know we're up against it. But, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think, you know, Boos need to kind of, like, you know, set the tone for him more. And I think you he'll be okay. Yeah, we'll continue the discussion with the rest of the NBA following this timeout. LeBron James uh, trolling a certain West Coast team. What else is new? You mentioned the, you know, the Knicks' eight-game winning streak was stopped the other day. The Golden State Warriors, whoo, they are in trouble. And we'll preview the Christmas Day games uh, that's coming up on, on Sunday. And we'll get into some college hoops, hoops as well, including Michigan and UNC doing battle. And the fighting line, I uh, got a taste of humble pie last night. We'll discuss all that and more as you listen to the Friday edition of Second City Sports. I'm Sid. That's Lakina. We're live in living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. This year, my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school. These colorful binders help me stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying. These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored pencils, too. These new socks, they can be a real lifesaver. I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom. Trisha's having a sleepover tonight. Can I go? I wonder about Lucy's friends. What should I say? I know you're only 10, but one of these days a friend will offer you a drink. And alcohol at your age can lead to so many things. None of them good. So can I go to the sleepover? Lucy, I want you to promise me something. I finished my homework. (laughs) Bigger promise. If there's any drinking, I want you to say, no thanks, not my thing. Mom, 
I promise you, your real friends won't care. Deal? Sure. Really? I promise, Mom. They really do hear you. Did you pack your toothbrush? For tips on how to start the talk, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. A public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to Second City Sports and the Hashtag Football Friday Edition, a special holiday edition of Second City Sports. We're live in living color right here on Sports on Chicago. I'm Sid Desikina. You can hit me up on the social media outlets on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0, S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan McGee on the IG. We have 90 minutes left of this extravagant guest we call it Sports Talk Radio Show. If you want to hit us up on the comment section, you can do so by going to Sports on Chicago's Facebook page or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions and comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up on the screen for you. Continuing the basketball talk, Lakina, let's dive into the rest of the NBA. As usual, we will go backwards and head into last night's action uh, Thursday for those of you listening back on the replay. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans without Zion Williamson, who's, who was it, who entered health and safety protocols. Uh, the As of last night, the Pelicans didn't need him because they beat the San Antonio Spurs 126-117 to 117 behind C.J. McCollum's near triple-double, scoring 40 points, including hitting 7-14 from downtown. Yeah, this was a big win. You know, John Morant you know, led the way with uh, – oh, wait, uh, well, yeah, and also two Jordan Clarks had 39 points for them. And it was on did score uh, 31. Wait, I got the wrong. Uh, my my time is a little bit off here, folks. Uh, yeah. Mm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I saw a little bit of that game last night. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that was definitely a, a much-needed win for the Pelicans. Luckily, you know, they were paying the spur. You know, you, you, they'll play hard, but, you know, CJ McCollum mm-hmm. have four. CJ McCollum have four. You got to, that's, a, that's definitely up there in one of his career highs. And I think this was something that, yeah, I think they needed that performance too because it did. Stru- everyone else did struggle for the Pelicans without Zion, so hopefully Zion can come back in a couple of days. But you know, it's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, I mean, look, you, you'll take the win if you're if you're the Pelicans. I mean, you know, it's it's one of those games where you need to win it, especially without one of your best players. But you, you got it, so it's, yeah, it, it yeah. worked. Yeah, they've been struggling for the last couple of weeks that we talked about on the show, but it was a huge mm-hmm. win for them at home last night. They have a record of now nineteen and twelve as, as tops five. In the Western Conference, let's see if the 
the Pelicans can keep it going. The other game from last night, it was only two on a Thursday docket. The Utah Jets, who have been a surprise in the league this year, there are three games over 519-16 after a 120-112 victory over the Washington Wizards last night in the state of Utah. Malik Beasley scored 25 points, while Jordan Clarkson, the ex-sixth man of the year from a couple years ago, he added 23. Yeah, we'll see if the Jazz can keep it up. I mean, I, I know that uh, they're night, you know, they went to like this big run, and they, they, you know, you know, fell back to earth a little bit, and then now they're kind of you know getting on a roll again. You know, Wizards, uh, Beal had thirty points, you know, to lose an effort, but you know, it was just it was just too much of you know the depth off the, off the bench for the Jazz. Now, like I, I don't know if, if the Jazz can hang on. You know, Mark had twenty one points, you know, kicked in mm-hmm. from that, but. You know, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see the Jazz to keep it up. I know that uh, you know no one really expected the Jazz to have a, a be three games above five hundred. You know, this early in the season, in the season, but you know, we'll see if they can keep it up. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if they if they can. Let's go back to Wednesday's action and, and a couple of key games to highlight. The Indiana Pacers get out of Bingtown with a one seventeen to one twelve victory. Tyrese Halliburton scored thirty three points for the Pacers, including thirty points in. A, uh, performance in the first half. Jason Tatum missed the game, Lakina. Why? Mm. Because he uh, wanted to attend his son's fifth birthday party. Now, would you have done that in the middle of a, of a season? I know family's important. Uh, we all understand that, but would you have skipped a random Wednesday night game for your son's fifth birthday party? Could you just wait till after? Because I, I don't think they play. They don't play. They do play on Christmas they Day. Christmas so you could have. They could have waited till uh, tomorrow or the day after, but. Uh, Jason Tatum said, no, it's very important to me. Uh, I'm going to take a game off and celebrate my son's fifth birthday exactly on that day. Yeah, they play tonight, too. We'll get to that in a second. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, I, yeah, I saw this. I heard uh, Boston Radio, and I know a lot of Celtics fans were not very happy <laughs> uh, with this decision that uh, Tatum made. I, look, I know family is important to him. You know, his, his five-year-old mm-hmm. is so, you know, son, he's adorable. But you got to time this stuff out. I mean, I know it's a long season, but I'm sure if LeBron had done it when his kids, when his kids were younger, people would have been all over him. So I, I think mm-hmm. it just gotta, yeah, I know prioritize a family, but you gotta remember this is a 82 game season and you have a job to do so. And hopefully, you know, they're, they're still the number one seed right now. I'm talking about Boston, but Milwaukee's right there. Philadelphia is right there mm-hmm. too. So if this is, if this is the kind of loss I had to come back and bite you in the butt. Both going to be pointing to this game, so <laughs> I, I think mm, I get what he's saying. You know, he's a great dad, but you just you know sometimes you just gotta you gotta know you gotta know what to your, your timing here. But uh, yeah, but you know it, it, it's a little bit nutty. But uh, yeah, let's get to some of the other uh, games. I want to get to this one because we talked about right before uh, we we went on air. Uh, said uh, the Raptors snapped the Knicks' eight game winning streak with mm-hmm. uh, a career high fifty two points from Pascal Siakam. You know, check this out. Uh, he joins a good list of guys. He joins LeBron, Steph, and Harden as the only active players to record a 50-piece at the MS- at MSG. And also, to the fifth uh, Raptors player to record a 50-point game in their history. So, yeah, a really, you know, a good one for the Raptors because they've been struggling lately. But, you know, I, I think, like like I said, it's night. Yeah, as they play the Bulls, you know, folks are going to be, mm-hmm. you know, the Knicks are going to be, not going to be in a very good mood. <laughs> yeah, as we mentioned before, like, you know, Toronto is one of those uh, tough teams. They have length, they have size, they have athleticism. Scotty Barnes leads that pack as well. You mentioned Siakam, uh, world champion from a couple years ago. And um, Nick Nurse, you give him credit. I know they, they've been suffering through injuries too, but uh, the, once that team puts it all together, you do not want to play the Toronto Raptors. So, uh, it's not a uh, no surprise to many people. It wasn't too much a surprise to me. Maybe uh, Siakam scoring 52 points. Okay, I'll give you that. But the way Toronto plays when they all healthy and then 
playing in one unit, it's not surprising. Mm-hmm. I mean, when they're when they're when they're on, they're on, and I, I think this was mm-hmm. like I said, this was this was definitely a game that they really needed uh, desperately. But yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, you know, Siakam just went off, and look, sometimes that happens <laughs> in the NBA. Yep, a couple of the uh, games of note from Wednesday: the Oklahoma City Thunder defeated the Portland Trailblazers. 101 to 98. The Golden State Warriors, uh, as I mentioned before the break, they are in trouble without Steph Curry. He's going to be out for a few more weeks. Uh, the, the the Brooklyn Nets got the best of them, beating them by 30, 143 to 113. And they actually, well, we'll get to the, the night prior, they actually lost by 38 uh, against the Knicks you know, the night prior. So they're just a second divided champion to lose uh, consecutive games by 30 or more points, you know, since the 98-99 Bulls. Remember that, Sid? But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the 10th, uh, start of the 10th Floyd era. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but uh, I'm it, not Jerry Krause's boy. Oh, let me stop. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that, 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 yeah. You're, you're opening like a can of worms with that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm serious though. I mean, I mean, like they, they need stuff back. Hopefully, he can come back you know, within the next week or two. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they they were struggling on the road even before uh, you know these these back to back loss, thirty plus point losses. So, I, you know, the the, the world, the, the they were tra- they trailed by forty at the half. Yeah, uh, the Nets had scored of. Uh, 91 points mm-hmm. at, ha- at halftime, mind you. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's brutal. Uh, everyone is struggling. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I know that uh, Kerr is, you know, fumbling out with, with different lineups and such, but Moses Moody only having 17. And I know James Wiseman had 30 off the bench for uh, for the Warriors, which is a career high for uh, for them. But, mm-hmm. you know, they, they really need – I know I know Clay Thompson, you know, didn't play either. Um, you know, Draymond only had two points, but on the plus, I know for the uh, for the Nets, I mean, they they're now twenty and twelve. I know that it looks like Jock Fon finally kind of found something there. You know, yeah, we all five stars were in double, double figures. You know, you know, they had like they actually had like nine guys in double figures. You know, in total, so looks like yeah, I think uh, Jock Vaughn might have found a little bit of uh, something there with the Nets. We talked about this on the last couple of shows. Do you take Brooklyn to be a serious threat in the Eastern Conference? As uh, I said on our last show on Monday. No drama. <laughs> you play nope. together. Uh, things will turn out well for you if you're the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, Kevin Durant is still doing his thing. Kyrie is finally starting to get uh, back into basketball shape. He's starting to get back into the flow of things after that whole controversy with the tweet uh, almost a month mm-hmm. ago now. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're real focused. Like I said, I said Mike Brown could be your uh, leader for Coach of the Year from Sacramento. John Vine can, uh, yep. should be up there too. Oh yeah, especially yeah. Like I said, they're twenty and twelve right as of right now. So uh, yeah, if you're you're a Nets fan, you gotta be feeling pretty good. I mean, as long you know, like I said, I think you know Jock Vaughn, former Kansas guard, All American. You know, I think they mm-hmm. you know you know they found he's found the niche, his niche with them. So we'll see if they can keep it up. Uh, going to the OKC uh, Portland game. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, Sh- Shai Gigolius uh, Alexander. I mean, he's been like. You know he's been a stud. Look, he gave the Bulls fist when they uh, when they played OKC a uh, couple a few weeks back. So mm-hmm. it's just yeah. You know, I mean three. I think he has what three most go ahead of field goals in the last two seconds. I think he had went on a little bit of a run there, but uh, yeah. I mean that's a really solid OKC squad. I mean I give them another couple years where there actually are contenders in the West, but you know they they've looked really good. So but and also too a uh, real quick uh, Philadelphia and Detroit. I mean they're still holding down the four. You know. Uh, and Bede had 22 points leading the way for them. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think 
look, I think if you're, I think if you're a, a, a Sixers fan, you got to be feeling pretty good where your team's at right now, even with all the, you know, the crazy, you know, lineup mm-hmm. injuries and such. Yeah, Doc Rivers is finally uh, uh, doing a great job in the uh, head coaching that team. As you mentioned, Lakina injuries was a, a big bugaboo for them early in the year, minus Joel, Joel and B. And so you start, finally started to get some of these guys back, and you finally started to see the potential in this Philadelphia team. They're still up there uh, in terms of being a top contenders in the Eastern Conference by a season mm-hmm. in. We'll say that if that ends up that way. Now, one more score that we'll like to pass on before we move to the Tuesday schedule. The Sacramento Kings up in the Los Angeles Lakers um, at, at, at Sacramento's place at the Kings Palace, uh, 134 to 120. DeMontis Sabonis had 13 points, 21 rebounds, and 12 assists for a triple-double for, for this uh, current season. But did you catch what LeBron James did on his Instagram page? I did not see that. Okay. Uh, He was practicing before the game. Um, He was practicing his free throws and usually on the, not the jumbotron, but on the advertisements on, uh, in the stands, it said, go Kings. He uh, blurred out the word go and blurred out the the letter as it's just a King. I was like, LeBron Chase is really passive aggressive trolling the Sacramento Kings. It came to bite him in the butt. (laughs) I mean, you know, I mean, we know he, he does this all the time, so I'm not, you know, not, you know, freaking out yeah. about it. I know that, you know, a, he's been doing this for years in his Instagram, so it's not really like a big deal, uh, you know, for me. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, look, they, but the Kings got their got their revenge, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland beats Milwaukee, one fourteen, one oh six. Donovan Mitchell led the way with thirty six points, even though, you know, despite you know Giannis, you know, leading the way with forty five mm-hmm. uh, for the Bucks, it was really like you know, the other overall like you know defense, you know, with the Cavs that kind of stopped them there. Uh, in that game, I'm going to Tuesday's games real quick. Of course, yeah, you know, we told you guys about uh, the nearly only 40 uh, piece uh, that uh, the next year you know, gave the Warriors. Uh, the Wizards uh, upset the Suns worth 113, 110. Uh, Kyle Kuzma led the way for the the Wizards with uh, 29 points, which was a season high for him. Uh, Denver, Denver's on a little bit of a roll. They beat Memphis by 14, 105. 91 and going into some of the games for one from Monday night. Uh, the Suns beat the Lakers 130 104. Of course, you know, OKC won the first game of that, uh, that back to back doubleheader. Don't ask, don't ask us why. Similar, uh, situation here. Uh, Gregorius Alexander had 35 points in the way, uh, for them, but this time it was a, a, a by a basket. Uh, the Bucks beat the Pelicans, the T Wolves beat. The Mavs, which is actually a crazy game because I guess Luca got tossed, Jason Kidd got tossed during that game as well. <laughs> it, it was it was it was a little Everybody bit nutty. Hit the showers. <laughs> yeah, I'll say that that game itself was a little bit nutty. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports Zone Chicago, the hashtag Football Friday edition, the special holiday edition of Second City Sports. I'm Sid Deslakin as we talk NBA basketball. You can always set us up in the comment section at Sports Zone Chicago's Facebook page or Sports Zone Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comment section. Lakina will, will get the up on the screen for you. Before we move into some college hoops, uh, we'll give you the schedule for this weekend's games in the NBA. Uh, starting with uh, with tonight's schedule, Friday. Of course, we mentioned the Bulls in the next like, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time from MSG. You can watch that locally here in Chicago on NBC Sports Chicago. For those of you in New York on MSG, everybody else, NBA Glee Pass. But the rest of the schedule for tonight goes as follows. At 6 o'clock, we have uh, San Antonio and Orlando. The Clippers at Philadelphia. That should be a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pistons at the Hawks at 6.30. Uh, Minnesota at Boston at 6.30. I think Jason Taylor will return for that one because they have a game on Sunday. We'll tell you about in just a moment. But on NBA TV, tonight at 6.30, we have 
Milwaukee at Brooklyn. That should be a fun one. Ooh. At 6.30, we have Toronto at Cleveland. We have at 7 o'clock the Pacers at the Heat, the Mavericks at the Rockets in the big Texas shootout. Pelicans will take on the OKC Thunder at 7 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, we'll have Portland at Denver. At 9 p.m. on ESPN, we'll have Memphis at Phoenix. So that's a long game for ESPN tonight. At 9 o'clock, we have Washington at Sacramento. And at 9.30, we'll have Michael Jordan's Charlotte Hornets visiting LeBron James' Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, that should be interesting uh, there. Of course, you know, uh, the bowl commitments is why there's only one uh, 9 o'clock mm-hmm. game for ESPN tonight. Uh, no games tomorrow Tomorrow night, Christmas Eve, Saturday. But Sunday, of course, you got the the, the quintuple header, as you say, on ABC. These, these games, we both be simulcast on ABC and ESPN. The first game I'm going to tell you guys, the 76ers against the Knicks. That'll be 11 a.m. Christmas Day after you open your presents, have your breakfast, uh, mm-hmm. watch the Disney uh, Disney uh, Christmas Parade, ABC, ESPN on ES- ESPN Plus as well. Be streaming there. They got mm-hmm. LeBron versus Luka at 1.30. The Lakers and the Mavs, that should be a good one. And the Bucks and the Celtics, they play each other again. Um, well, no, Minnesota they play Minnesota, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, I'm sure Jason Taylor will be playing this game as well. That'll be at 4 o'clock. A little bit of a downward with this one, Memphis and Golden State, especially with no Steph. So you know, the NBA should have switched times for that game. Uh, flipped the Dallas and Lakers game to seven o'clock and pushed the Warriors game back. But the NBA is lazy and stupid. They didn't want to do that. But that's all. No, they should go on. The whole flexing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also to the late, the late game at nine thirty. Also on ABC, ESPN. He got the Suns and Denver. Both teams are. You know, I know it's the Suns that haven't had a good week. But, you know, we'll see if they can win their game against Memphis. And also, too, they got to you know, turn around and play Denver that they've been playing hot lately. So that should be a good one. And that's your uh, Christmas schedule for the NBA. Okay. And, and for the Monday um, schedule, the day after Christmas, the Bulls will host the Houston Rockets in Chicago at the UC at 7 o'clock. At 6 p.m. on Monday on NBA TV, we have Brooklyn visiting Cleveland. We have the Clippers visiting Detroit. We have Minnesota visiting Miami at 6.30. At 7 o'clock, the Pacers will face the New Orleans Pelicans. Also at 7 o'clock, Utah at San Antonio. And the NBA TV doubleheader on the day after Christmas. Monday, we'll have Charlotte at Portland. Uh, that should be a fun one. The reason we're doing is because we're going to be doing a Wednesday show. We won't be on uh, Monday. We're going to be on <laughs> Wednesday. That's why we're doing the, the Monday and Tuesday games. Now, mm-hmm. uh, the Tuesday games, you got uh, the Lakers and Orlando. Paolo Pacero has been playing very well. You got yes, you're a front runner for rookie of the year. Definitely, uh, definitely they're in the clubhouse for uh, rookie of the year. Had another 20 point game a couple of nights ago against Houston. So, definitely in the leader of clubhouse for MVP. Should be an interesting one here at six o'clock. Also, you got the got Philly and the Wizards. That should be a fun one. Houston going on a back to back to back. They play Boston. Atlanta, Indiana, that should be a fun one to battle the young teams there. Uh, Clippers in Toronto, they uh, you know, continue their uh, East Coast road trip. Um, the Suns playing the Grizzlies again after playing them a couple of days ago on yeah. night. <laughs> uh, don't, don't, ask, don't ask how that works. Uh, San Antonio, OKC at 7. Uh, the NBA TV game should be a fun one. You got the Knicks and the Mavs at 7.30. Charlotte and Golden State. Hopefully a little bit of homecoming would help uh, the Warriors a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that uh, should be a fun one here. You got Denver and Sacramento at 9 o'clock. All right, so that's your NBA schedule for this week. Coming up right here on your list, you're listening to Second City Sports right here on Sports Zone Chicago. That's your NBA schedule for this upcoming weekend. Lakina, let's get to college basketball. 
Of course, the top 25 action last night will start locally as the number six thing ranked fighting the line night, which their record now drops to eight and four in the year. They lose uh, uh, with uh, to their uh I'm not gonna say state rival, but their natural rights, rival, their border, rights. their borderline rival, yeah, uh, the Missouri. Uh, you call him the Fighting Mike Burns from NBC Sports, yeah, NBC High Sports Chicago, <laughs> um, uh, to the Missouri Tigers by the score of 93 to 71. Uh, Mizzou is now 11 to one on the year. Uh, Hodge led the way. Uh, Hodge led the way with 20 points for Missouri. Also, uh, Kobe Brown from Missouri had 31 points. While Terrence Shannon for the Illini uh, led that team with 22. Yeah, I saw a little bit of this game, and uh, it it was it it, it wasn't good. Uh, the Missouri led by you know led by twenty four at halftime. You thought that maybe Illinois would go on a little bit of a run, but that didn't happen. And look, Dennis Gates, this is uh, second year at uh, Mizzou, and uh, he's done a really great job building this program. The low loss has been to Kansas. We'll get to them in a second, but. You know, look, I, I think they're for real. I, I think, look, I think Mizzou, I think he wanted to kind of see to get that big win. They got, you know, they got hand, manhandled by Kansas, but they, this should, this, this win against your, your rival, your Brian Wright's rival, as they say. I think, you know, they, they look, they've got some really uh, good players on that uh, Mizzou's, the Mizzou's guy, of course. So you talk about Kobe Brown, probably one of the top recruits, ended up going to Missouri. He led the way with 31 points, which was a season high for him. And, and look, I think they, they'll definitely be the top 25, I believe, you know, next week when the polls come out. Now, as far as <laughs> Illinois, I mean, look, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team, as our buddy Herb Lawrence, who was an Illinois grad, would say. I mean, yeah. they, they came back and won against Texas a few weeks ago, but then they lose to Penn State at home. Of course, they beat Alabama A&M early this week, but then they end up losing to Missouri and getting their butts kicked in the bracket white screen in St. Louis. So, look, welcome to uh, the jungle, I guess, you know, Illinois. But, uh, you know, yeah. hope we'll see. We'll yeah, I know they out rebounded Missouri 37 to 28, but you shot 22% from three point range. That's yeah. not going to get it done, especially in, t- in today's basketball. So, Illinois, you need to improve on their shooting and tighten up defensively, defensively, and I think they'll be okay. Uh, mentioned Kansas, they destroyed Harvard last night. Uh, well, actually, they got by Harvard 68 to 54. Yeah, yeah, Harvard kept it close for a little bit, but yeah. I mean, oh, which, well, no, but not <laughs> but, like, episode back in the day. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, look, Harvard, look, Harvard's actually a decent team. They actually are picked to win the, uh, the Ivy League, you know, so mm-hmm. it's not really that big, you know. They, they get kind of close to Kansas, but, you know, of course, you know, Kansas mm-hmm. kicked into gear, and now, you know, they're they're back up there. Uh, Arizona uh, beat Morgan State uh, pretty easily. Tommy Floyd goes to 45-5 and five as the Wildcats had close, at, has his second-best record by any coach in their first 50 career games in D1 history. Only uh, Doc Meanwell, you got to go all the way back to 1911 and 1914. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But, yeah. That's when basketball was invented, right? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, kind of give or take. But, yeah, Tommy Floyd's done a great job with that program um, and such. But, yeah, so, uh, you know, they're doing pretty well. They're at number five. Uh, but Duke Duke lost to uh, Wake, I mean, on Wednesday. And, you know, I, I actually didn't – I actually missed that upset. But, yeah, I mean, that, that was something that kind of, you know, threw a lot of people off. I think that was their first win against – I'm talking about Wake Forest, their first win against Duke in about a decade. So I know that, you know, folks are kind of, you know, Duke fans are kind of, you know, want to give, you know, John Shire to kind of like the business. But look, I mean, these mm-hmm. things happen. I mean, he has a pretty much a brand new squad and they've actually been pretty good. So I think people need to just kind of, you know, chill a little bit and give them a little bit of time. So we'll see what, um, what happens there now? Let's see some other. And uh, Purdue took care of New Orleans yes. by 21-74-53. And so they're going to remain at the top spot. Also, too, Auburn has been very good uh, in the last few years on the Bruce Pearl. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're ranked number 23 right now, but they dominated Washington on the road last night, 84-61. 
Yeah, wasn't really expecting that, but yeah, I mean, they, they, the Auburn's look really good, too, so far. A lot of people, this was, go, this was supposed to be a rebuilding year for uh, Bruce Pearl and Auburn, but, yeah. you know, that that you know, turned out not to be the case. Uh, you know, UConn, UConn, they're number two behind Purdue. Uh, they beat uh, Georgetown uh, pretty handily, 84-73. Tristan Newton has 17 points. As we've been saying the last couple episodes, Danny Hurst, guys, guys playing pretty well. They're picked to, you know, look, Purdue and UConn, neither of them were in the top 25 early when the preseason records came out. So mm-hmm. now look at, the, look at them now. Now they're the top two teams in the country. So, you know, just shows you about preseason rankings. But, uh, yeah, it's a little bit nutty there. But And uh, Miami edged out Virginia, number 22, Miami edged, edged out number six, Virginia on Tuesday, 66-64. Alabama bounced back from that loss to uh, the Gonzaga being Jackson State. Gonzaga beat uh, Montana, and uh, Baylor beats Northwestern State easily. Uh, I know DePaul's got a tough one uh, this week. Uh, Northwestern's been playing pretty well lately. They, they uh, get by UIC 9254. Uh, they're 9-2. and I mean, I know some people have already said this could be a tournament team. Mm-hmm. I mean, they. I mean, their only losses has been to Auburn and, and Pitt, which is not. They're not bad losses, but they haven't. You know, and they beat Michigan State. Granted, Michigan State's not without some of their best players right now. But I think I, I would want to wait and see how they do with Big Ten before I start saying, "Oh, no, this is going to be." They're going back to the tournament this year, so let, let let let's let let's slow down on that. All you Northwestern fans listening to this. Yeah, I know Chris Collins is under pressure there in Northwestern to get that program back on track, but you know you. You need better players. I know you're in the Big Ten. I know you're Chicago's Big Ten team, but I know they had that uh, uh, appearance back in 2017 and 2018, whenever that was. They lost to uh, Gonzaga, but it's been really a, a struggle for that program over the last few years. So, like you said, hopefully once uh, Big Ten play starts in the next couple of weeks, you can capitalize on it there. But till then, like I said, I'm probably just like you. I'm, I'm in wait and see mode. Absolutely. Exactly. A couple of other games. Let me see. Uh, UCLA beat UC Davis. Um, of course, Houston beat Manis State on Wednesday. Uh, Tennessee uh, easily over Austin P. You know, a little revenge from last year. Uh, Texas, uh, with all their issues with their head coach, we won't get into that. They beat uh, Louisiana pretty handily, 172. And, of course, you mentioned the Auburn-Washington. Uh, Boston College upset uh, Tech in overtime, 70-65. Um, TCU held off Utah 75 71. I think Jamie Dixon now they get some of his guys back. You know, they've been you know, they've been struggling a little bit, you know, because of injuries, because of the tough guys, but they're kind of seeing me back into a groove. So we'll see as Big 12 play starts. That Big 12 Big 12 is going to be very, very uh, interesting with Kansas and Baylor and you know, TCU. So that, that should be a fun uh, conference. Michigan, uh, North, North Carolina beat Michigan uh, 80 to 76. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. It was, it was a close game throughout, especially in that second half. Michigan uh, fought back hard, but they just came, uh, came up short. I know North Carolina got the best of them a little bit in that first half, but uh, give Juwan Howard's team credit. I know they, they're expected to be up there this year. I know they're 74 in the year, but uh, give them the credit for fighting back hard in that second half. Yeah, they really did. So, yeah, that was an up-and-down uh, game there. Uh, Michigan State, you know, bounced back from the loss Northwestern. They beat uh, Oakland. Pulled away from Oakland, I should say, uh, 6 and uh, you know, Coach Izzo's uh, interesting sweater. If you saw that, Sid. Uh, from yeah, the- I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> he got a t- ugly I think, I sweater, ref- holiday sweater. Maybe a little understatement. I'm just saying. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that reflects like that sweater. That's probably why they gave him. Like, you didn't give him a t- because of what he said. I think it was just because he didn't like that sweater, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, going. I know we're up against, so we're gonna. Uh, oh, oh, uh, Iowa got upset by Eastern Illinois of all teams. They were a yes. one and a half yes. point uh, favorite against the Panthers. 
So if you had Eastern Illinois and the under, Merry Christmas. You got a little bit of money. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. Yes, the, you got I, a Christmas I, bonus and then some. So yeah, I mean, so uh, yeah, congratulations uh, yeah. to those kids at Eastern Illinois. Yeah, I know they've been they've been kind of had a tough go at it lately. I'm talking about the uh, the Panthers from Eastern Illinois. So, mm-hmm. but I think that that when I saw that, I was like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? They, mm-hmm. Really? Okay, yeah, okay, Fred McCaffrey. Okay, so a nice win for Marty for Marty Simmons and uh, that program. So uh, yeah, a, a good win by them. And uh, look, either they don't, they, they probably won't win the Ohio Valley Conference. If they, they're not, I think they're picked to like near the near like the the bottom of the Ohio Valley Conference. But this is a nice win. You know, they can go by for the rest of the season. So it's fine. Uh, going to this weekend's games, you got Kennesaw State against number eighteen Indiana on the Big Ten Network. Uh, Bucknell uh, Rutgers also on the Big Ten Network. A lot of these games are just, you know, a lot of these uh, are like, you know, game, you know, uh, tournaments in like Hawaii and, you know, those type yeah. of places. So, you know, not yeah, a lot so you of say stuff. check your local listings. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Uh, you know, these cool holiday. No games tomorrow, of course, you know, Christmas mm-hmm. uh, Eve, but, you know, Christmas Day on Sunday, uh, you got DePaul having to play Christmas Day against a crazy team that was actually near the you know, the top 10 earlier this, this season, but they've been struggling. They were picked to win the Big Ten. I mean, Big East, I should say. I'm talking about Creighton. They've mm-hmm. had a rough go at it, so we'll see if you know, DePaul you know, can take advantage. Yes, that's at 3.30 on the Big Fox Network on Christmas Day. Yep, so that's your schedule for uh, college football for this upcoming holiday college weekend. Hoops, college hoops. Yeah, college hoops. Uh, that's, that's it. I, said, yeah, said I thought football. I said hoops. <laughs> uh, well, I'm sure we'll mention that again to our next hour. So that's your oh, schedule yeah, for yeah, college yeah. hoops for this holiday weekend also, coming also up. Too, also, the real quick, since we're not going to be on mm-hmm. a, a, a Tuesday, these, uh, mon- a Tuesday. No, no games Monday, but you know they've got these Tuesday. Seton Hall with you know, uh, Shane Holloway, the first-year coach, against uh, Marquette, the Shaka, Fighting Shaka Smarts, as we call him. That's an FS1. Yeah. And also Texas uh, host, uh, Texas A&M uh, Commerce. That's will be on the Longhorn Network. And Jacksonville uh, you know, plays Notre Dame at 6 o'clock on uh, the ACC Network. And uh, South Carolina State face Texas Tech. So uh, those that's just, and that's your schedule for college hoops for this uh, weekend going into early next week. <laughs> yep. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two straight ahead. You're listening to Second City Sports on the hashtag Football Friday special uh, holiday, ed- Christmas holiday edition of the program. Yep. As we uh, warm up throughout this uh, uh, top of the hour commercial break. When we return, we'll give you a Bills Bears preview. We'll give you our picks for week 16. Is it week 16, Lakina? Yep, I believe you're. Let me let me double check again. I believe you're right. <laughs> and we'll recap. I will, I will recap uh, Jags and Jets from uh, last night. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Jets fan. You're not. You're, if you're a if you're a Jets fan, you're not in a very good mood this morning. That, exactly. Uh, today. Yeah, saying. we'll get. Yeah, we'll get into Carlos Correa and that madness. Oh gosh. Ooh, we'll got to get dick the rest. Um, NFL Sunday ticket has a new home. Yes. The, and does the Bally Sports Regional Sports Networks have a new home too? We'll get into that and a whole lot more. I'm Sid. That's Lakina. You're listening to Second City Sports. We're live in the Living Color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. my lane? No, not at all. Are you not paying attention? Are you texting? I was just checking in with my mom. I was telling her that I thought we'd be home by six. It's okay. There's enough time. 
Just pay attention. I'm not even halfway through my text. There's no way. I'm not even going to look up. My babies are in the car. You have to pay attention. It's just supposed to be a quick text. I'm so sorry. Hi, I'm Tom Brady, the director of DODEA. September is National Suicide Prevention and Awareness Month. The simple act of reaching out and caring for those in our communities is something we all can do. Just being there for someone you care about can be a tremendous first step in getting them access to confidential resources and support that they need. It only takes one person and one small act and one minute to make a difference. Let's make a difference. Welcome back to hour number two of Second City Sports, uh, hashtag Football Friday edition, the hashtag uh, Holiday edition of Second City Sports. We're live in Living Color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. I'm Sid Deslakina. You can hit up yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, that's SIDKID80. That's SIDKID80. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan McGee on the IG. We have less than an hour left of this extravagance. We call it Sports Talk Radio Show. If you want to hit us up in the comments section, you can do so on Sports on Chicago's Facebook page or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comments section. Lakina will get them up on the screen for you. And a reminder that you also can catch Sports on Chicago on Roku TV. All right, Lakina, let's kick off our number two of this uh, fabulous program by previewing uh, tomorrow's uh, Christmas Eve game for the Chicago Bears as they'll host the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are checking in with an 11-3 record, while the Bears are hoist the record of 3-11. The Buffalo Bills are favored by eight points. And the game time temperature, Lakina, check this out. The wind chair will be between a negative 15 and a negative 20. Yay! <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I mean, look at your Buffalo. Now, someone, that, right? real quick. <laughs> If uh -huh. someone offers you free tickets no, to tomorrow's no, game, you no, will not go. No, I'm no, with you. No, I'm with you. No. Would okay. you go? I'm with you. Oh, okay. No. Oh, good. 
Yeah, I, there's not enough money in the world to, uh, I don't know how you feel. So there's not enough money in the world that would give me to go out there as cold as it's going to be tomorrow. Not a freaking chance. Not a, even if you pay me, it would, it would have to be a very high amount in, in the thousands. You're going to get me to sit out there in the cold? No, no. And I guess there's going to be some like limitations on, you know, parking and you know other things as well. So yeah, so if you are going to the game, you brave souls, or you are you are you guys nuts? I don't know, but you know, but uh, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Make sure uh, you uh, follow the rules carefully going to Soldier Field tomorrow, and stay warm. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, checking in with the rankings for both of these teams as they enter into tomorrow's Christmas Eve contest. On offense, the Bills are ranked second in the National Football League, while the Bears check in at number twenty-three. On defense, the Bills are ranked eighth, while the Bears uh, stand at number twenty-two. In passing, the Bears are dead last, no surprise, while the Bills are ranked fifth overall. In rushing, the Bears are number one, thanks to Justin Fields, and the Buffalo Bills check-in at number nine. Thanks in large part to their star quarterback, Mr. Josh Allen. Lakina, what are you looking forward to tomorrow's game between the Bears and the Bills, starting with the Bears side of things? Well, yeah, I know that uh, people want to say this is bear weather, but you know, people forget that Buffalo, it gets colder than that in Buffalo this time of year. Yes. So, look, so and sometimes it gets kind of, worse weather than we do. Exactly. So I think you know, people need to kind of just chill on the whole well, it's bear weather. I know I know Coach Evo said, Oh, this is bear weather, like, well, it's not like Buffalo is in like your know, Arizona or something. You know? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sure there is I'm or sure playing a dome. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll say exactly. I'm sure there's a Buffalo, Arizona, I'm sure somewhere, but uh yeah, they're in New York, upstate New York. You know, I know it, it, it gets pretty cold and snowy, so they're used to this. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting on the on the Bears side. I mean, the rush defense for the Bills, especially with Von Miller being out, or they they'll may, maybe you know David Montgomery and maybe even Justin Fields will probably get get their their touches and such. I mean, I'm sure how you know the guys are gonna uh, limit to how how much throwing is gonna be done, especially since it's gonna be so cold. But uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the defense. I mean, they showed a little bit of a fight against the Eagles, but you're facing a Buffalo team. I know people want to say that, oh, because I heard like I've heard like you know folks say, well, the Bills might look ahead to because uh, they play Cincinnati next Sunday. But I'm mm-hmm. like, look, you know, the the, the, the KC is still breathing down their necks. They still need the number one. To, you know, yes, they've clinched the division already, but they still want to get that number one seed, and they got that tiebreaker against Kansas City, and Kansas City is still breathing down their necks. So. The Bills got a lot of incentives to play uh, tomorrow. So I think for anybody that thinks that they don't have incentives, but, you know, we'll see how the defense does. You know, the, the, you know Josh Allen, you know, good luck trying to get catch him. If you're, <laughs> you know, and uh, there's going to be, gonna be, they're going to be out a couple of their key guys talking about the Bears. So, uh, so you know, it, it's going to be very interesting. Look, I mean, if they could do it like they played against uh, the Eagles last week, I mean, they, you know, they could keep it close, but I'm not really expecting too much. Yeah, offensively for the Bears, okay, I'm looking for a heavy dose, dosage of David Montgomery uh, and, and whoever else decides to run the ball outside of Justin Fields. I don't know if Khalil Herbert's back or not, but uh, I, I'm looking for a heavy dosage of the running game for the Bears. Let's see if Cole Komet can get involved more in the in the game plan offensively for Mr. Justin Fields. Hopefully Justin Fields does that as a run for his life, especially with Von Miller being gone mm-hmm. for the year for Buffalo. Um, as we said last week, Buffalo's – Run defense got exposed by, by by Miami last week. Let's see if the Bears can uh, do it for this week. But defensively, Lakina, what kings, uh, what chains in the armor will the Bears defense have for Mr. Josh Allen? As we said before, he leads the Buffalo Bills in rushing. You still have Stephon Diggs as a star wide receiver on the outside. You know that that Josh Allen and Diggs are going to uh, connect a few times. Just hope the Bears are ready for that. Don't forget Gabriel Davis. Uh, he's yep. up for a big player, too. Mm-hmm. So you cannot forget about him. 
Lakina, with, with the weather uh, temperature, the game time temperature being what it is for tomorrow, I don't know. We're going to see a whole lot of passing yards uh, for both of these teams. Definitely for not the Bears. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm cheering for Justin Fields, certainly. But realistically, I'm not looking for a whole a lot of passing yards, especially from the Bears. But if any team could get it, it'll be Buffalo. But I don't think it's going to be that much for them either. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I know how you feel about uh, Josh Allen leading the, the team in rushing. So I'm sure we'll see a lot of Devin Singletary and James Cook. You know, I'm you sure hope. we'll probably see. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they will. And look, yeah, look, yo, Claypool's going to be out for the Bears. He's doubtful. Uh, Tevin Jenkins is, is doubtful. Jalen Johnson's questionable uh, with, a, with a finger in the ribs injury. So he's mm -hmm. questionable. He was limited uh, uh, yesterday, Thursday. So if you're Josh Allen, you might want to take a couple of cracks at it. If, you know, Justin's, you know, I mean, uh, uh, Jalen Johnson, you know, he might, he's questionable. Looks like, Vild Vild you know, Kildo Vildo is going to be out as well. For, uh, also, uh, in Cronus, say Brown's going to be out and also Cody Whitehair too. So if you're uh, the Bills defense, you want to try to kind of redeem yourself, especially after what happened in that Dolphins game. So, Look, I think equal with the with the weather, especially. So, look, I'm sure Justin Fields, he'll get his running, he'll get his big running plays if your fields. You'll get your chance at the running, but I think a lot of these guys are gonna want to, you know, for the Bills, just say, look, I think they're gonna want to kind of like, you know, try to stop that run, especially after what happened with Miami last Saturday. So, you know, for for the Bills, just say, so yeah. So, look, I, I think they'll keep it close up about the of the Bears. I mean, you know, like you said, I mean, the weather, you won't see the problem, won't see a lot of passing yards, but. But also at the same time, though, I think if you're the Bills, I mean, look, if Jalen Johnson is going to be out, he's doubtful. But if he is going to be out, we probably will hear it until after the show is over with. But, mm -hmm. it, it, yeah, if you're uh, Josh Allen, you, you let it fly. And hopefully, you know, we'll see how the wind is by then. It'll still be a little bit windy. So, you know, you may want to do a lot of running if you're both the Bears and the Bills. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, who's going to kind of, like, have the have the, the edge in the rushing department. Especially in games like this and conditions like this, like, can you expect something um, from your special teams? I know the Bears uh, have been hit and miss with their special teams all year. I know Valus Jones, uh, he's still mm -hmm. is he still kind of in the doghouse with uh, with the head coach Matt Eberflus. Uh, Cairo Santos, he's missed about three extra points this year, and so and that's not good. And the conditions are not going to be in, in his favor tomorrow. So. Will Matt Eberflus trust him again? I'm not sure. So I'm looking for something, uh, hopefully, on the positive side for the Bears special teams tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, look, they, they've had their – they've been kind of been hit or missing up and down, like you said. So they've given up, you know, some kickoff returns and punt returns. So, it, yeah. It, 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 you know, so, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it'll be, like I said, it'll be interesting to see, you know. Like, I don't think it's going to be a blowout, but I, I think, you know, I think eight and a half was, I think, like the uh, the, 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 the Bills are favored by. I would take the under, but I don't think it's going to be by that much. I think, you know, I think there'll be some garbage points late by the Bears. So and, you'll take the Bears to cover. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, mm -hmm. I think they'll cover. Yeah, I think they'll cover. I, I don't think it's gonna be like a a, a blowout, especially how the weather's gonna be. But and look, you know, Justin Fields will have his you know big runs and such. You know, hopefully it's not slippery. Hopefully that turf can take that ice, that icy parts, because we mm -hmm. know how that turf is at times. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mess already. Could be a bigger mess tomorrow. <laughs> right. So we'll see what happens. That that Bills and Bears game will be airing at noon on CBS2, locally mm -hmm. here on CBS2 Chicago. Greg Gumpel, Chicago's very own, will be calling their game for CBS. So uh, look out for that tomorrow. That's tomorrow at noon, Christmas Eve, on the lakefront. You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports on Chicago. I'm Sid. That's Lakina as we talk NFL. you have any thoughts about the Bears and the NFL at large, we'll get to our picks uh, in our next segment. But if you have also any too. thoughts about the Bears on the NFL, just hit us up on the Facebook page at Sports on Chicago or Sports on Chicago on YouTube.
Also, uh, uh, former Bear Adam Marshall will be calling the game with him too. So, yeah, also Melly Collins will be on the sideline. I mean, she, she's from Penn State. You know, she went to Penn State, so I'm sure she's <laughs> she probably did this stuff. You know, she'll she'll be. You know, I'm sure they'll all be dressed warm. So I think they'll be <laughs> fine. But uh, let's uh, recap real quick. Uh, Jaguars and Jets, you know, 19 to 3. Uh, the Jags, you know, keep their playoff hopes alive. And with the Jets losing, you know, Cincinnati's back in the playoffs. I don't know how, I don't know how that is, but you know, that, that's what <laughs> I guess that's how weird how that works. Uh, in the rushing uh de- department, but yeah, uh, Trevor Lawrence threw for 229 29 yards. Um, you know, else at a rushing touchdown, Travis Etienne at 83 uh rushing yards. Uh, Chris Sivit. Chris just trivier for uh the the Jets had 54 rushing yards. They need to get it going because Trevor Lawrence was out rushing the Jets. <laughs> you know, so yeah. they brought they, they brought uh you know, Chris Trevor on as a QB. He can run as well. It's that they didn't, they didn't uh, bring in Joe Flacco. That's a whole different conversation. But yeah, Zach Wilson struggled. He got sacked three times. He was only nine for eighteen. He threw an interception. I, I know. Got booed by the home fans and yanked in the third quarter. Uh, yeah, it got yeah. ugly for the Jets. Uh, no, trust me, if Mike White was healthy, the Jets would have started him last night. They probably would have won the game. They won the game too, yep. But that wasn't the case for Robert Sala and crew last night. Lakina, uh, Travis Etienne looks like he, uh, he's starting the second year back out of Clemson. Looks like he's starting to find his footing. He had 22 carries for 83 yards. He had a long run of 19. So that Jacksonville Jaguars um, running game, and looks like he's starting to pick up. I know they traded – um, James Robinson uh, at the trade deadline to mm-hmm. the New York Jets. I mean, we didn't see him on the field last night, but uh, Evan Ingram, uh, their star tight end, the former New York Giant, uh, standout. He had seven catches for the Jags last night for 113 yards. Uh, they uh, it wasn't a pretty game. I know uh, a lot of it had to do with the bad weather, but mm-hmm. Jacksonville did enough just to beat the Jets. And we talked about that Jets uh, defense last week. Lakina has been struggling for the last month. Uh, their struggles continued, obviously, last night. Yeah, I think they know they have a lot of injuries in the uh, 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 Jets' uh, defense right now. So, I, I, like I said on Twitter, I'm going to say here, the Jets, the Jets aren't ready for uh, prime time, at least not no. yet. They're, they're not. And look, I, I'm sure – look, if Mike White had played, I'm sure – like you said, I'm sure they probably would have won that game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Zach Wilson, I don't want to say he's a bust. But considering the fact that he had Elijah Moore complaining that he wasn't getting a lot of touches – and then you have your know, other stuff going on too. There was some other stuff that came out too about about that. So, had to had to bring on Chris Traveler to get Traveler to get the the running game going. That's not a good sign. So uh, yeah, the Jets fall to seven and eight. They really they're going to need a lot of help and win out if they want to get a chance to get one of those wild card spots. But yeah, just just it just was not a, a just wasn't pretty at all. <laughs> You're listening to Second City Sports on Sports on Chicago Live in Living Color on a Friday, the special holiday edition. I'm Sid. That's Lakina as we talk about, well, the NFL in week 16. We'll get to our picks uh, on the other side of this break. But, Lakina, before we um, get to some of the other games that you're looking forward to this weekend, Trevor Lawrence, Jacksonville. Remember, I called it on my picks uh, before the season started. I said Jacksonville will make it in as a wild card right now. They're uh, they're half game behind the Tennessee Titans for the division lead in the AFC South. They defeated uh, the Titans uh, just a couple of weeks ago on the road. I think they play them again uh, in mm-hmm. a couple of weeks to end the regular season. Yep. Are you a believer in the Jacksonville Jaguars? I'm kind of show me what mode the Jaguars right right now. I okay. mean, I know they're at seven and eight. I'm not sure there are a couple a uh, couple losses. I'm sure they would love to have back. But uh, I think they're getting hot at the right time. We'll see. I mean, a lot has to happen for them to get into, uh, to get into the uh, uh, playoffs in the wild card spot. 
hey, they may have an outside shot when AFC South the way uh, we'll get to the Titans and their issues in a second. But mm-hmm. yeah, that that yeah, they've got a they've got a legit shot. I mean, you look at you know they got to win, they got to win out. Obviously, they got to hope for other stuff to happen. The first bet probably is to just they may have to you know beat the Titans and you know and win the AFC South. Yeah, so what other uh, – I know there's three games on Christmas Day as we're talking about the NFL, and the rest of the schedule will take place on Christmas Eve tomorrow. What are some of the other games that you're looking forward uh, – that you're looking forward to tomorrow and Sunday? Uh, I mean, the Seahawks, Chiefs, I mean, that might be a little bit interesting. We'll see. I mean, that might be like, it for Seattle if they lose that. If they lose it, yeah, they definitely would need to win it because they might – if they lose, you know, it might be bye-bye to uh, Gino and the gang, so – you know, that they need to win this game and they need to win it, uh, you know, desperately. So that's going to be at noon on Fox tomorrow. Uh, Giants and Vikings. I know Giants were able to uh, win against uh, the, the Commanders. I think the Vikings, they still got a lot to play for. I mean, mm-hmm. they may have to, you know, a lot of stuff going to have to for them to get a chance to be the number one seed and overtake Philly, but they still got a lot of us. They have a shout out to Jalen Hurts is out for the Eagles. Yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to them in a second. But yeah, I mean, you know they they have a they have a legit shot at it. Uh, you know Bengals and Patriots and the Bengals are already in the playoffs, but I think they want to win the division, the AFC North. The Patriots is gonna be their last stand too. So if they don't win this game, I mean, they're so it's gonna be bye bye to them as well. So I know all the weird playoff scenarios are just like you know about a hundred different. Uh, you know, that that's just too much. But uh, <laughs> now speaking of the uh, the Commanders, uh, they uh face a uh, uh, a 49ers team that's hot. So. That you know, they really need this need this uh win to kind of stay in the, the thick of it in the on the wild card. So we'll see what happens there. Eagles and Cowboys, you know, Jalen Hurts being out is Minshew Carter, Minshew Mania, Minshew Mania is back. So uh, <laughs> Mr. Porn Stash, I called him on the radio show. Oh years. Lord, <laughs> in the NFC East, yeah, that's gonna be a 325 game, I believe. I mean, yeah, that's gonna be the whole nation. So Fox yeah, has the entire country get their game for Fox. Yeah, yep. yeah, Fox has a double header tomorrow. I know yeah, it's weird saying that, you know, these uh, Saturday on a Saturday, but uh. You know, it's just crazy how they made that schedule this year. Uh, Raiders and Steelers. I mean, the Steelers, have been, you know, both teams still have an outside shot of getting in, so that should be a fun one on NFL Network. Uh, yeah, RIP to Franco Harris who passed away. Yeah, you know, we got, we got to talk about the that. Hall of yeah. Famer from the Steelers. They're yeah. gonna re- they were gonna retire his number at halftime in tomorrow's game anyway, but uh, it's gonna be a more special meeting now since he passed away earlier this week. Yeah, it was. Yeah, today is the 50th anniversary of that immaculate reception that mm-hmm. uh, that that happened against the uh, the then the then uh, was it? Yeah, they were in Oakland at the time. Uh, but yeah, yeah, the original Oakland Raiders. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 1972. Yeah, he was. It was crazy because he was all you know. He was telling stories, you know, and everything else up until you know, and then you know, next day he dies, and they were actually going to, you know, they're going to do a statue. They're going to retire his jersey. They were going to celebrate. You know the the video adversity of that of that uh, crazy play in NFL history. So uh, yeah, you you feel for for uh, the organization and for his family because he he I know for what I've read he was looking forward to that. So it, yeah, it, it's, it, it's sad that that happened. But yeah, R.I.P. to uh, Franco Harris um, and such. Uh, Denver and uh, the Rams. Ooh, that's gonna be a CBS Nickelodeon game. <laughs> I think the Nickelodeon broadcast will be even more interesting. I don't know if Russell Wilson's gonna play or not. Uh, that will help. Well, both those networks if he did, but if he doesn't, uh, uh, I know the NBA is going up against the NFL, but ooh, you didn't imagine all the mess from both teams uh, at the start of the season. Good grief. I know CBS is kicking himself in the, in the pants for this one. Yeah, I think they're already like, banging their head like against the wall. Yeah. But, but yeah, I mean, look, it's a nice show, especially on Nickelodeon. I know Noah Eagle and Nate Bros. and once again be calling the, the games for them, so... 
you know, it should be also RIP to Ronnie Hillman, who was a big part of the most recent uh, Broncos Super Bowl. Yes, in 2015. Yes. Yeah. So uh, died of a rare form of liver cancer. Just, you know, scary. And I think you're for what. Uh, for one, one, uh, some one of his family members that they kind of attacked him pretty quick. So yeah, just RIP to him and as well in the Broncos organization. I'm sure they're gonna want to try to play hard for uh, for him. I know he was still uh, close with the organization um, before that. But yeah, I mean some of these games they have a lot of playoff if, if, if implications. So uh, which ones are you looking forward to, Sid? I'm looking forward. I'm dying to see uh, the Broncos. <laughs> Yeah, Christmas Day, uh, Miami hosting Green Bay. Of course, Green Bay's many people still believe that they're in it. Of course, uh, Green Bay has to win out and expect some help. But the Miami Dolphins have been struggling the last couple of weeks. Of course, they lost a close one to Buffalo last Saturday mm-hmm. night in the snow. But uh, this is an important game for both teams. Well, I think Miami will use that heat and that humidity to their benefit. Mm-hmm. I think they'll. Uh, I'll give you my pick uh, at the bottom of the hour, but I think this is going to be a closer game than what people expect. Uh, it's more pressure on Green Bay because they're on the outside looking in on, as far as the playoffs. But the Miami Dolphins had to had to re- reestablish themselves, really attack that Packers defense. I want to see how Tua Tungvalova comes out um, on Sunday, and can the Dolphins establish a running game? Yeah, I think that's going to be the key for them. And if you're NBC, you're probably kidding yourself because you thought this would be a better matchup. We got the Bucks and the Cardinals uh, yeah. for Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Cardinals are four and ten, and uh, Trace McSorley would be the will get his uh, start, just a second uh, NFL start. But they'll career. keep a flow only because Tom Brady's on the flip side. And number two, should Carolina? Let me repeat: Should Carolina pull out the upset against Detroit on Sunday? And if Tampa somehow loses? Ooh, it's going to get really get ugly, interesting for next week because those two teams play next week. <laughs> yeah, that they. Oh goodness, oh great. So maybe there are there is some implications, I guess. So you know, yeah, we'll see what happens. It is what that. it is, folks. Welcome to parody in the National Football League. Sorry, folks, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Chargers and uh, Colts uh, Monday night. Yeah, Nick uh, Christine Maddock. I wish she was on with us today. Yeah. Uh, her guy Nick Foles is going to get a start yep. at quarterback. Yeah, yeah, I know she. Yeah, I know she was very happy. I'm sure she was. She. Uh, when I'm sure she got the alert, got the alert on her phone that she's going to be uh, her guy Foles is going to be starting. But yeah, they'll be interesting. Of course, the Chargers need to keep winning to go to keep themselves. They're eight and six right now. They're right there, like near the edge of the, the set. They're in the seventh seed right now in the playoffs, so they definitely need to win. You know, keep winning. You know, to make sure they you know get into the playoffs as well. But yeah, a lot, of, like I said, a lot of playoff implications. And that's what you want for the NFL this time of year, especially as we're getting like in the later weeks. So. Some yeah. games, you know, got a lot of you know, playoff implications for, for a lot of these games. And a lot of NFLs for some of these teams, too, like, like Buffalo. Buffalo still needs to uh, – they got a lot to mm-hmm. – yeah, because, you know, the Chiefs, they got a tough one against the Seahawks. So, yeah, they'll be interested to see what happens. But, yeah, there, there should be some good games. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get to more on that as we go to uh, after the break. So, but, yeah, Liz and Second City Sports on Sports Social Chicago, Lakina McGee, Sydney Brown uh, with you. Uh, you want to do a little bit of baseball uh, real quick? Or, yes, or, yes, yeah, before we, yeah. Yeah, before we break for the bottom of the hour. Of course, Carlos Correa, it was, it was reported that he was going to sign with the San Francisco Giants for that 13-year deal. And, of course, there was something wrong with his medical report. Uh, Steve Cohen in New York Mets said, let's jump on him right away and let's sign him to a long-term contract. So Carlos Correa is now a member of the New York Mets. Yeah, that whole thing was – that whole uh, sequence was very weird. I mean, apparently uh, his wife and both their parents – all their parents were right there in San Francisco in a hotel waiting for the, for the sign to be official. But then, you know, I guess something came up. Like you said, something came up in his medical reports. Or and- did the Giants get cold feet? That's that's probably yeah. That's kind of like you know the conspiracy theory is that maybe the Giants you know yeah. have to pay him a lot of money and you know, got a little bit of cold feet and uh, the the Mets swooped in and uh you know he's now a Met so 
you know, there you go. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, that whole thing was just nutty. I mean, you know, it went from you thought the Giants were going to get a, you know, a big all-star player, but then, you know, the Mets swoop in and, you know, they've been put, you know, apparently they're getting this money. I don't know where they're getting all this money from talking about the Mets, but, you know, yeah, that, that, that whole thing was just really, really crazy and gnarly. What'd you think? Yeah, I thought the whole thing was crazy too. Like all teams and all professional sports and college too, that you do a medical report on on <clears throat> medical uh, physicals on on players as part of the, of course, part of the evaluation of, of the requirements mm-hmm. within the play. And when I heard that, I was like, hmm, yeah, shouldn't shouldn't uh, um, the Twins or somebody else uh, notify the Giants of what what was going on? But uh, I think the Giants got cold feet at the end of the day. You know, they missed out on Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure somebody told them, like, well, Carlos Correa is going to be damn near 40 years old by the time that contract's up. You're not going to be able to move him in the first few years. So, and there's some, uh, I know there's some stories that are going around that Carlos Correa didn't, uh, couldn't have any certain stipulations in that contract. So, who knows? You know, I'm sure in due time we'll find out all the details. But it sounds like to me, as of right now, the Giants got cold feet. And the Mets jumped on it. Now the Mets are stacked with a, with a quote unquote super team. We'll see how that works out because it doesn't always work out that way in, in baseball. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Apparently, the Mets have all this money to spend, so you know, go, go figure with uh, that one. Uh, Michael Conforto, I know uh, both. I know our buddy at Jared Willis from uh, CHGO. I know the Cubs were very high on him. I know the, the White Sox were very high high on him as well. Now they didn't get Carlos Correa, the Giants did, but they gave Mar- Michael Conforto a two-year, thirty-six million dollar deal. That that news came out earlier this morning. Uh, so it, you know, twenty-nine years old, been to a couple of All-Star games. I think. Look, this is a very solid uh, signing. I think, and also too, at a bargain. So I guess that's probably why that they decided to go with you know, with him and mm-hmm. perhaps not with Correa. You know, they save a little bit of almost three hundred million dollars there. So <laughs> yeah, like I said, saves face for the moment. I think this is a good baseball fit for the Giants. I know some Giants fans are still upset because of the whole career situation, but I think this is a good baseball move for the Giants. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, nice little pickup there. I know that, uh, you know, Cubs and Sox fans are a little bit uh, bummed because I know that you know, both – Not so much Sox fans since we got Ben Attendee now, so. Well, yeah, like, oh, yeah I'm, I'm sure they wanted kind of the extra outfield. You know, yeah. I guess, to, I guess to keep Eloy from being in the outfield, that, that's just uh, my thing about that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know our, like I said, our buddy, uh, uh, you know, I know the Cubs fans were very high on Conforto too. But, uh, yeah, I think that's about it for all the big uh, the big free agents or even the mid-tier free agents. So, uh I mean, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about it, you know, as the weeks go on about how both mm-hmm. uh, both teams did and both the Chicago teams. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how the uh, – especially this big contract, you know, 12, 12 a year, of $315 million for a career with the Mets. Like, Yeah. Let's see what the Cubs can do as they try to pick up another bat press, play first base full-time. Trey Mancini is still out there. Mm-hmm. Of course, the former Baltimore Oriole, he won his, his World Series ring last year with the Astros. And um, will the White Sox go within? As I predicted, I think Roman Gonzalez mm-hmm. has an inside track to become your second base, starting second baseman for the White Sox. Oh, well, we kind of work his quarter core match it in, as far as trades concerned. Did, real quick before we break for the bottom of the hour, Ken, did you read? Uh, I saw this on Twitter yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you read the rumors that they had discussions with the Mets in terms yep. of Liam Hendricks and yes, Eloy Jimenez? And it and was either. dead. Yeah, it, it, uh, like I don't know because you know the Mets didn't want to uh, part with some of their prospects. I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's interesting that you know that it's basically open season for the White Sox. We know the Hendricks, you know, rumors have been around for for a little bit, but yeah, mm-hmm. Eloy. That's the first time I've heard you know, Eloy's name being mentioned in a potential trade. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. We know that uh, Rick Hahn, you know, has uh, something up his sleeve. So we'll see if he does as we get closer. Yeah, the White Sox. Need- 
Yeah, the White Sox need to rebuild that fire system as quiet as it's kept. I know Austin yeah. Colas is supposed to be up at some point during this upcoming season, but uh, they need to rebuild that fire system. I know it's quiet as it's kept, but we'll, we'll see what happens uh, with uh, the Sox and the Cubs uh, moving forward in this offseason. Break for the bottom of the hour, Lakina. We got to finish strong. We got to help carry each other uh, through this last break before we break for the Christmas holiday. We got our week 16 NFL uh, picks coming up. Uh, Bally Sports looks like they were saved by a a certain channel. Mm -hmm. And the NFL Sunday ticket has a new home. We'll discuss that and a whole lot more as you're listening to the. Also, too, also to uh, Sid's guy, we'll be missing his bowl game. We'll get to, I'll tell you who that is in just a second. That and a whole lot more. You should listen to the Hashtag Football Friday edition and the ho- special Christmas holiday edition of Second City Sports. I'm Sid. That's Lakina. We're live in the living color as you're listening to Sports Zone Chicago. This year, my mom got me the perfect bag for back to school. These colorful binders help me stay organized. These headphones are just what I need for studying. These new sneakers are just what I need for the new year. This jacket is a real must-have. My parents got me the skateboard I wanted. It's pretty cool. These scissors really come in handy in art class. These colored pencils, too. These new socks, they can be a real lifesaver. I finally got my own phone to stay in touch with my mom. Trisha's having a sleepover tonight. Can I go? I wonder about Lucy's friends. What should I say? I know you're only 10, but one of these days a friend will offer you a drink. And alcohol at your age can lead to so many things, none of them good. So can I go to the sleepover? Lucy, I want you to promise me something. I finished my homework. (laughs) Bigger promise. If there's any drinking, I want you to say, no thanks, not my thing. Mom. I promise you, your real friends won't care. Deal? Sure. Really? I promise, Mom. They really do hear you. Did you pack your toothbrush? For tips on how to start the talk, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. A public service message from the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration.
Hey, this is Dr. J, and I listen to Sean and Maya in the morning. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back to Second City Sports Hashtag Football Friday Edition Hashtag uh, Christmas Edition of Second City Sports. We're live in living color right here on Sports Zone Chicago. I'm Sid Desilakina. This is our last break of the show for today and last break for the weekend before we take our holiday break. Uh, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80. That's S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0. S-I-D-K-I-D-8-0. You can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan McGee on the IG. We got less than a half hour left of this extravagance we call a Sports Talk Radio Show. If you have any questions or comments for us, you can always hit us up at Sports on Chicago's Facebook page or Sports on Chicago on YouTube. Type in your questions or comments in the comments section. Let Keenan will get the up on the screen for you. Now it's time for our week 16 NFL picks. Lakina, what's the results from last week and what's the standings overall? We did. We all did pretty well overall, Sid. You led the way with uh, twelve. I yeah yeah. You had you had twelve. Yay! I had, yeah, that you, Christy and I both had eleven. So you've actually yeah. You're actually you're two games up now on Christine. So uh, yes, I need some more separation from her. Yes. Yeah. Give How many it, up yeah. games I'm up over you? Uh, like three or four. Okay. <laughs> so I got I guess I got a little bit of outside shot. But yeah, I got I got yeah. Christy's picks right here. So, uh, Sid, why don't you start us off with this uh, first uh, game? This will be the first. Remember, these games are coming out tomorrow, Saturday, Christmas Eve. Remember, uh, folks, mm-hmm. uh, Falcons and Ravens. Uh, of course, you know, Lamar Jackson is still out with that PCL uh, uh, sprain. So, uh, Tyler Hunter will get the start once again. Uh, Atlanta will still, you know, they still got an outside shot, believe it or not, to, in the AF, in NFC South, I should say. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, Marcus Mariota left the team. They starting the rookie quarterback. Talking about the Falcons. Now they got to go on the road outside. It's gonna be cold tomorrow. Yeah, too, with Baltimore. Yeah, so uh, it's gonna be ugly close, as you say, Lakina. This is your typical 1980s style football, but <laughs> we honest, it'll be understandable one because of the weather. The Ravens are favored by six and a half. I don't know if they're gonna win by that much, but I'm picking them to win overall. Yeah, I think weather will probably be a factor too because it's going to be very cold and windy in Toronto. To, I mean, uh, Baltimore, should I say tomorrow? So, and Baltimore really needs this win to keep pace with the Bengals in the AFC North, especially since the Bengals have mm-hmm. clinched a playoff spot. They need to, they need to win this to clinch a playoff spot as well. So, uh, yeah, I think Baltimore will win it. It'll be close. It might be one of these nine, six, you know, you know, ten, seven, whatever type of game. So, uh, yeah. I'll pick it Baltimore. So, yeah, and uh, Christy agrees. You know, she's picking Baltimore as well. Uh, no, go ahead, Sid. <laughs> okay, next game we'll have the New Orleans Saints at five and nine. They'll visit the Doll Pounds and face the six and eight Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is favored by three. Yeah, uh, who I know Cleveland had that big win against uh Baltimore. Jadavion uh, Clowney out for, yeah, for Cleveland. And, yeah, the Saints. I mean, look, they got to go outside because they're indoors. Mm, I, I don't know. Uh, Jesus. Uh, the Browns still have an outside shot. Uh, to uh, you know, they still got an outside shot. I mean, they're still in the, uh alive in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh. Mm-hmm. I, I know I, I know I shouldn't do this, but I, I guess I'll pick a Cleveland only because they're a better team. I know. Like, I know. Yeah, go ahead, sir. Yeah, same here. I'm going with Cleveland. 
and you know how Christine feels about uh, the Browns, so she's freaking yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we won't even uh, rehash that. But uh, yeah, okay. Well, let, 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 as I type this up, it, uh, you uh, what, who did she pick? She, picked, she you know how she picks uh, she picks Cleveland. Okay, okay. Uh, Moving on. Yeah, let's say, hold on. Uh, let me see. Okay, let me write this down. Uh, Lions and Panthers. Uh, Lions. <sighs> Yeah, uh, Panthers still got out shot out to an NFC South, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds, but uh, yeah, you got the Lions coming in. They're on a little bit of a roll. They're at seven and seven. Uh, Sid, I know Detroit's a two and a half point favorite on the road. They've been winning everywhere, inside, outside. Carolina, uh, usually around this time of year, we get to uh, get some strange upsets. I won't be surprised here, but uh, I'm sticking my neck out. I'm going with. Carolina. I mean, would, it, would that be a bigger bigger surprise if Carolina uh, somehow uh, wins this? But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, if uh, if Carolina pulls it about uh, the upset, but uh, I'm gonna get the better of that. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm picking Detroit. I think Detroit. I think they finally have found something that got a little bit of a rhythm going. So uh, yeah, I, I'm picking uh, I'm picking uh, Detroit, and uh, so is Christine. So uh, yeah, so sorry, Sid, so you're kind of uh, on your own uh, with that one. So you go ahead. Well, uh, this is new. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So you you go ahead. Uh, do the next game for us as I write all this stuff down. Uh, the Tennessee Titans at seven and seven. They'll have Mr. Malik Willis. Uh, would you talk about Willis starting that quarterback <laughs> for the injured uh, Ryan Tannehill, who's out for the year with an ankle injury? They'll host the one twelve and one uh, Houston Texans, the worst team in the National Football League. The Titans are favored by three points at home. Lovey Smith has got his guys playing well the last mm -hmm. couple weeks. They just cannot find that victory. Could they do it on Sunday on the road? I'll ask you first. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, I think look, they were very close their last couple of games. They probably should have beaten the cheese, you know, if you know Davis Mills, you know, not been Davis Mills. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, ooh, oh, jeez, I, I, I just these bad. games are not as easy as you think, folks. It's not. Yeah, yeah, and you know, look, we don't know how Willis is gonna look. You know, he's he, you know, will we see a lot of Derrick Henry? I know that run defense for the, the Texas isn't very good, so we may see a lot of him. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'll pick the Titans as they're at home, but like I said, I wouldn't be shocked. I would be surprised if the Texans pull off the upset, but I'm, I'm picking the Titans. Yeah, I'm going with Tennessee as well, especially since Jacksonville won last night. They uh, they keeps the heat on on Tennessee, so I'm going with Tennessee in the close one. And it's a sweep. We, uh, our girl Christine also has a Titans, so uh, we'll mm -hmm. see what uh, happens there. Okay, should be an interesting one here. You got the Seahawks. And the Chiefs. Uh, this could could this be a trap game for the Chiefs? I mean, you saw look the Texas kind of gave you the formula with the run game. I know Kenneth mm -hmm. Walker Jr. Walker the third has been kind of in and out of the lineup with the ankle injury. I know Geno Smith has struggled the last few weeks. I know he congratulations got, to him making the yeah, Pro Bowl. Yeah, the Pro way. Bowl. So yeah, congratulations to him. Uh, first Pro Bowl. Uh, of course, Pat Mahomes you know, uh, in the Pro Bowl again as well. We'll probably talk a little bit about that in the, after the picks, but uh. Uh, should I or shouldn't I? You know, I'll pick the Chiefs. I ain't that. I ain't that nutty. <laughs> I'm going with Kansas City as well as we mentioned during our last break. This is a uh, elimination game, in my opinion, for Seattle yep. because uh, it's an ugly, crowded room down there for the last two wild yep. card spots in the NFC. So I think the Seahawks will kind of keep it close, but I think Kansas City will come out with the win. Kansas City, uh, by the way, is favored by ten points. Even I take the under though. If I if I were anybody, if you're gambling, I would take. Oh, the so under. you think Seattle will cover? 
I think they'll cover. I don't think they're. I don't but, think the Chiefs are. Yeah. Well, look, considering look, you saw what happened uh, last week against the Texans. Come true. On now. True. So you know, I'm not, look, I have no confidence in the Chiefs at this point. So no, like uh, I said, we take Kansas City winning ball game. What about Christine? Yeah, uh, she she has the Chiefs too. She's got the Chiefs. Okay. So uh, yeah, so it's a sweep there. An intriguing one here. You got the Giants and the Vikings. The Vikings, of course, with that miraculous comeback, historical comeback, you know, all that stuff. The Giants got a nice win against uh, the Commanders. Uh, last Sunday night, uh, said you start this for us, please. Uh, the Vikings smell blood in the water because of uh, the injuries to the Philadelphia Eagles yep. quarterback. So they still may have eyes like shot again, the number one seed, even though they had the, the NFC North division clinch. They're at home. The Giants are still fighting for their playoff lives. And one shocked me, the Giants somehow found a way to win this game. But I think Minnesota would still be motivated a, a little bit more. So I'm going with the Vikings. The Vikings are favored by four. Yeah, I think the Vikings will probably win this one. I think, like you said, I think they're going to be running off that high from that uh, that great comeback. And uh, it, it's just like one of those things, like you said, uh, you know, yeah. And it, they still got an outside shot that number one seed, even though the old Philly, Philly did beat them earlier in the year. So yeah. they got the tiebreaker. So might be a little bit iffy for them. But yeah, they still got, they, they have a chance. Look, I don't trust the Giants either. I think they benefit from a couple of uh, bad calls. So I'm going to pick the Vikings. And so is Christine. She got the Vikings as well. All right. Next game on the docket, we'll have the New England Patriots at 7-7, perhaps on their last stand as far as mm-hmm. a playoff contention is concerned. They'll host the 10-4 Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Cincinnati is a three-point row favorite at Foxborough. As you mentioned, the Cincinnati Bengals clinched the playoff spot last night due to the loss of the New York Jets. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry about that. Didn't mean to. That was Bill Belichick after last Sunday night. <laughs> yeah, that's probably how you. Yeah, that's probably how you felt about that too. About that game. About that. Uh, I don't know what they'll. Uh, look, at the joke. Jacoby Myers. Uh, some other receivers are still on the team, folks. Those of you who are wondering. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. After all that, but yeah, I mean, I know the Bengals. They still got shots. Uh, you know, they still want to clinch that division, the AFC North, because Baltimore's still right there uh, in their heels. But. Uh, Again, I would be surprised at the Patriots because this is like, you know, look, they really need definitely desperately need this uh this mm-hmm. win. But uh I, I'll pick the Bengals. I think they're on a roll. I think Joe Burrow's been playing very well. So, you know, the defense has been pretty decent, especially since they led the way in that comeback against the Bucks last Sunday. I'll pick the Bengals. And so does Chris Reeves. Chris Christian got the Bengals as well. <sighs> yeah, no, it's tough. This is a tough one. It is tough because I can see New England bouncing back. I really yeah. do. Like I said, Cincinnati does have motivation still, even though they did clinch a playoff spot due to a Jets loss last night. (sighs) (laughs) I might regret doing this, but I'm going with the Bengals. I I mean, look, I think they're going to want to, you know, the Patriots are going to try to get that taste against the Raiders, that Raiders loss out of their mouth. So I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, we'll see. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, First of the 3 o'clock games, you got the Commanders and the 49ers. And uh, I'm going to get this out of the way. Uh, Commanders, I know they're going to be smarting from that loss to the Giants. But I think the 49ers, they've had a little bit of a rest. You know, they're getting better. So uh, I'll pick the 49ers. I think uh, you know Brock Purdy's still gonna you would have it's gonna be pretty mania here. So <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna pick the 49ers. I mean the defense is playing very well. I know they're gonna they're they're gonna you know I think they're gonna give you know, to Heineke fits. So uh, yeah I'm, I'm gonna yeah I'm picking the the the, uh, the 49ers and also to watch the uh, watch that game. But Austin Reeves I forgot the kicker's name, but yeah. Uh, going to the Pro Bowl for the first time on the special teams, you know, a really great story, with, especially with Reeves, you know, losing his mother. Uh, she mm-hmm. did the football games, you know, a really sweet moment. So, if you haven't seen that video with uh, him and a couple other players, I know, I know uh, Terry McLaren was one of those as well with Ron Rivera. 
that was a really sweet moment. So if you guys, if you guys haven't seen that, check it out on YouTube. Also, the Commanders on social media page. Yeah, uh, the 49ers are favored by six and a half. Uh, like I said, the Commanders on the outside looking in. I think this is going to be a closer game than what people expect, but I'm going with the 49ers. And so is Christine. She also has a 40. We agree too damn much. <laughs> I know, I know. I know Christine wants to, it's coming for you too for that title. So uh, I know, I yeah, know. She's, she's, <laughs> okay, uh, this is the game of the week. You got the Eagles and the Cowboys in the NFC East. You got Gardner Minshew starting for uh, a banged up Jalen Hurts. You know, the banged up shoulder. We saw him uh, suffer the injury against the Bears. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Eagles still had a lot to play for. So, and you know, the Cowboys, uh, they're, I'm not sure they're going to be smarter from that loss to the Jaguars, get that taste out of their mouth, too. So, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas is favored by four and a half. Yeah, they, yeah, I think because, you know, Miss is starting, that's probably why. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, uh, um, shoot. Uh, what do you think, Sid? Oh, you're going to put it on me first. <laughs> I think the Cowboys will win the game, but I think Philadelphia is going to play a little bit uh, better than what people expect because uh, no one's everybody expected them to get blown out. But I think their defense is going to show up, and I think Gardner Minshew will do just enough to get by. But uh, Philadelphia, they just need, I believe, to win one of the next three games to clinch yes. the number one seed. So yeah. uh, if Dallas has a bitter taste in their mouth for losing to Philadelphia uh, early in the season, I'm going with the mm-hmm. Cowboys at home. Dak Prescott must cut down on those turnovers. Yeah, that's been a big problem. We saw what happened in that game against the Jags last Sunday. Uh, I'll pick the Cowboys. But then, you know what? Watch Minshew through for like four touchdowns. going to be Minshew Mania all over again. Jeez. Um, the Saturday night game here. Remember, this game will only be on C on the NFL Network, so make sure you guys remember that. It's 7-15. You got the Raiders and the Steelers. Both at 6-8. and eight. Both still have an outside shot to end of the playoffs, uh, oddly enough. So Yeah. So, uh, Sid, you start this one. I know the Raiders got lucky last week. Mm-hmm. Quietly, Pittsburgh has been on a roll as well. Kenny Pickett has been playing very uh, well for um, Pittsburgh um, before his injuries. I know Trubisky's been in for the last couple of weeks. But uh, I'm going with the Steelers here only because they're the home team. They're favored by two, and they're going to uh, ride that high off of uh, Franco mm-hmm. Harris being honored there since he passed away earlier this week. Yeah, I yeah, I'm with you on that. When I think you know, with the, with uh, with uh, Franco Harris's passing, I know they're gonna be honoring him at halftime. They may get a little bit of help there from beyond the grave. You know, just I think mm-hmm. they're gonna ride that wave. I know uh, Mike Tom will have his guys motivated because of that. So I think the Steelers are gonna probably gonna win. You know, and not convincingly, but yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting though. Uh, but the, you know, Christine has the Raiders, so we'll see who's right on that one. All right, let's go to the Christmas Day games, which is Sunday. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah, so Fox will have the noon game. It will be the Green Bay Packers uh, traveling to Miami to face the Dolphins. The Packers are 6-8, and eight, Dolphins 8-6. Eight and six. The Miami Dolphins are favored by 3.5. I'm going with the Dolphins. Yeah, I'm picking the Dolphins, too. I, I just think, you know, I know uh, one of their old linemen, Elder Jenkins, had a, got a nice little uh, contract assistant there, got a little bit of a pay raise. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, the Dolphins want to get that taste from that, that loss to the Bills out of their mouth as well. The Packers got to win out in order to have a, a shot at you know, getting one of the playoff spots. I'll put the Dolphins just because they're at home. If this was in Lambeau I, and it's going to be cold, it's going to be cold in Lambeau, like, like yeah. minus three or something like that at game time on Christmas Day. But, yeah, it's good. no, it's going to be in Miami. So they're going to benefit from that. So uh, I'm picking the Dolphins as well. And so is Christine. She got the Dolphins too, her guy Tua. Okay. Uh, if you're, yeah. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. 
Uh, second game of that Christmas Day triple header. Uh, 3.30 game will be on CBS. Denver is favored by two and a half as the three, four, both teams are four and ten. The Denver Broncos will travel to Los Angeles to take on the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Uh, we don't know if Russell Wilson is going to play or not, but uh, if you're watching this game, uh, good yeah. luck. You can probably use it as a nap. Yeah, so yeah, you're going to be up early uh, opening presents. And, uh, you know, um, just... I think, uh, uh, who's, yeah, Denver's favorite about two and a half. Half okay. Uh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we all had the we had the same same thought. Uh, I'll let you go first this time, Lakina. Making a pick. <laughs> oh, okay. Yo, put it on me. Uh, I honestly don't freaking know. Uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think Russell Wilson's uh, playing either. I did not see. Uh, you know, they're being very quiet on that. I guess because they're at home. I guess I'll pick the Rams. I might regret okay. it later, but yeah, I'm picking the Rams. I guess because it's because they're at home. Baker Mayfield's been playing. You know, the Rams have been playing a little bit better with, especially with Mayfield now. So uh, I'll pick the Rams. So is Christine. She has the Rams too. I guess to make it three for three, Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. In the last game of the uh, Christmas Day triple header, this yeah. game can be seen on NBC at 7.20 on Sunday night as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will visit Arizona. Tampa Bay checks in at 6-8, and eight, still leaders of that bad trash NFC South division, while the Cardinals post a record of 4-10. and 10. Of course, Kyle Murray will miss the rest of the season and mm -hmm. perhaps the first half of next year with that torn ACL. Tampa Bay is favored by 7.5. I'm going with the Bucs. Yeah, yeah, it looks like, yeah, things are starting to kind of, you know, falling off the, the flu's kind of falling off over at, uh, over in uh, Arizona. Um, I mean, I'm not going to say, I mean, look, I know, I know their GM is out because of, due to health reasons, he's probably having an adjustment for the way the teams played this year. And, and granted, look, they've had a lot of injuries too, and I, and I get it, but, uh, yeah, it looks like this team should be a lot better than they are. I'm talking about the Cardinals, so. Mm-hmm. I'm picking the Bucks. I mean, this should, this could be a nice little bounce back game for them, and that's what they really need. So, and I know that uh, Bray, I know he's bummed. This is gonna be the first time he's gonna be playing on Christmas. So, with everything he's yeah. gone through, so yeah, I think he'll he probably gonna want to have a nice show on Christmas, especially in prime time. So, I'm gonna pick the Bucks. And so is Christine. She has the Bucks as well. All right, and then of course the Bears and the Bills would uh, do battle no, no, tomorrow. You, no, no, you, remember you forgot uh, Chargers Colts. Remember you forgot. Chargers, that. Oh, that's right, Chargers Colts Monday night. Oh, uh, let me Ugh. go back to see who's favored in that one. Uh, <laughs> Colts are four point underdogs, so the Chargers are favored by uh four points. Of course, Chargers eight and six, Colts four, nine and one. Of course, Nick Foles will get the start for Indianapolis. Why I don't know. And of course, the Chargers <laughs> are still trying to uh hold on to their last playoff spot in the AFC. I'm going with the Chargers, yeah. I'm going with the Chargers too, just for I'm gonna keep it short and sweet for that reason. Uh, uh, Christy, you know, feels different differently. She has the Colts. I guess you know, her got her got because her Nick Foles is starting. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that's the only reason why. <laughs> I guess the Jeff Saturday, Saturday hired her secretly to work on his staff. Maybe who knows? <laughs> 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 I mean, it might. I mean, look, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that that was the reason why they 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 uh, they pulled this out. They he went this route, but. You know, well, but yeah, but like I said, the Chargers really need this uh, win to stay in, you know, in in pace with with uh, the in AFC uh, wild card race. So yeah, I mean, I'm picking the Chargers too. Yeah, yeah. And All right, now we can get to the Bills and the Bears. They'll do battle tomorrow, Christmas Eve, on the lakefront at noon on CBS. The Bills eleven and three. The Bears are three and eleven. The Bills are favored by eight points. It's simple. I'm going with Buffalo. Yeah, short and sweet. The Bills. I mean. Well, I, you know, I don't. I would say, I say, I, like I said, take the Bears in the under, but the Bills will win. Yep. 
And who does Christine have? The bills. She got bills. All she right. Got, yeah. You know, like, you know, what she say here? Uh, yeah, that's about, yeah. She didn't really say anything about the, the, the bills. Bears game. Yeah, she said Buffalo and just, you know, kept it moving. <laughs> All right. And so those are our week 16 NFL picks for Second City Sports for this week. As you're listening to Sports Zone Chicago, hashtag Football Friday edition. Hashtag uh, Christmas edition of Second City Sports. I'm oh, Sid. That's oh. Lakina. <laughs> we got a couple of stories before we uh, take out, head out and take our holiday break. I'll read the headline. You'll carry the story on from here, Lakina. Football TV strikes carriage deal with Sinclair to carry the Valley Sports Regional Sports Networks. Of course, Valley Sports is home to, I believe, 14 NBA teams, 16 baseball teams, yep. Major League Baseball teams, and 12 NHL teams, the hockey. Yes, yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, so yeah, they definitely really needed uh, this deal because I guess – you know, with especially with the TV and the streaming. So, uh, yeah, this was definitely something that uh, the Valley Sports uh, Regional Networks really needed. So, uh, being on FUBU TV, I mean, it, it, it's a really a great showing. So, and I believe, I think it's, it's I think it's going to be an add-on, right? So, I think you got to pay an extra like eleven dollars mm-hmm. a month, uh, eleven dollars a month, uh, if you want to get on a uh, FUBU TV. But yeah, I think you actually have a home if you're a Valley Sports. So, you know, you got to be feeling pretty good about that. So, uh. This is yeah, a, a nice get because of everything that that's been going on with Valley Sports and the various you know degrees. It's being you know back and forth, you know changing hands. So uh, being on FUBU TV, I think helps a lot. So they really need that. Yep, and also going back to the NFL, they have a new home uh, for the NFL Sunday Ticket Package, and and the payment is going to be two billion dollars per year. Ooh. Tell us about it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's going to be an add-on service on YouTube TV. So if you have YouTube TV, but I mm-hmm. think for the way it stands, I don't, I don't think that's been really officially yet when it, when it comes to that. Sid, I don't think they're going to. Is it going to be an add-on service? Are folks who uh, already have YouTube TV who are, who already subscribe to them will they get? Uh, will you have to pay a separate? Fee? Yeah, it's going to be so, on YouTube uh, TV. YouTube, you okay? You, yeah, YouTube. Yeah, I didn't want yeah, to interrupt yeah. you. And continue. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, it's going to be available be, on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and yeah, YouTube TV, YouTube, YouTube uh, Premium. Yeah, 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 standalone for a YouTube Premium. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have to pay an mm-hmm. extra fee if you want to get NFL Sunday ticket. They're paying, what, about $2 billion uh, a year, like one and a half to $2 billion a year. So it's going to be about, what, three, three and a half billion a year. Um, yeah, after Apple backed out of the talks, you know, thought, thought, thought they were the favorite. Amazon didn't even mm-hmm. make a comparable offer. Uh, Disney and ESPN didn't even enter the final building, you know, despite what earlier reports were saying, you know. So yeah, YouTube TV was able to sweep. Google YouTube TV was able to uh, sweep in, uh, get it. So yeah, two million, two billion dollar base. It's gonna be interesting to see how they do this. Will will you get the out of market games like you did before? Will you have to pay an extra fee for those games? Will they? You know, it's it's, it's still a lot to a lot to figure out. So uh, yeah, this is gonna be a, this is very interesting though too for. Uh, so uh, yeah, so if y'all want to pay for the extra for YouTube TV and such. Yeah, for the NFL Sunday ticket pass, you, you're gonna have to do that. Don't forget, y'all, yeah, you have NFL. Money, yep. Yeah, and don't forget, you have NFL Plus that offers out of market yes. games already at five uh, five dollars a month. So yes, and so yeah, we'll, so, uh, so there's competition yeah. there, and then that's for the NFL from the NFL itself. So uh, yep. they own all their money from from the streaming services. We know that's the number one TV show in this country, the United States. Yes. So. Um, congratulations to YouTube TV. Uh, they're going to cash in, and this subscription service is going to go up, especially for their premium oh, yeah. channel. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're going to uh, have to get extra too for that, you know, too as well for the for you for uh, if you ha- if you already have YouTube TV, I think they're yeah. So you're going to have to pay extra. So I don't know what the final price is going to be, but yeah, you're going to have to shell some money if you already have YouTube TV. So 
It'll be interesting to see how many people uh, decide to pay for it. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in the next coming days, weeks, and months ahead. Anything else before we close up shop until next Wednesday? Yeah, I think we covered pretty much everything. I know that uh, all the professional soccer leagues are back. You know, uh, Premier League, uh, Bundesliga, La Liga. You know, with the World Cup being over with. Um, so yeah, I think you know, they're they're back at it. You know, this weekend. So uh, if you guys, you know, Boxing Day, I guess you know, in England, you got the Premier League uh, games mm -hmm. uh, back as well. Uh, yeah, it looks like yeah, Aaron Donald's gonna be out for Sunday too in that uh, Sunday game. I guess Denver, so you mm. know, yeah, it looks like he might be done for the year. I think Aaron Donald, so yeah, I, yeah, mm. yeah, because the Rams gotta, really don't have anything to play for. No, they don't. So yeah, so I think if, if I were uh, Sean McVay, I would probably sit him out the rest of the year. I think. <laughs> yep. Anything else before we close up shop? Uh, yeah, any yeah. bowl games that you're looking forward to in college football? Yeah, if there's well, any. Well, yeah, I know there's yeah. a couple going on right now, but yeah, yeah, and we'll, we'll also too. Uh, your buddy uh, Chase Brown has uh, this 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 story. Uh, you know, this story came out uh, within the last hour. He's decided he's going to skip that uh, that game against uh, Mississippi State. He is, yeah, he's skipping it, and it's declared for the NFL draft. What do you think about that uh, news? Uh, kind of shocking, but <clears throat> excuse me, but I understood why because you know he had that uh, severe ankle uh, injury toward the end of the season. Looked great, and that, uh, a week later he came back. A week later, and almost had Illinois and knocking on the upset uh, door at Michigan. So he looked good there, but yeah, I, I understand why he he's doing it. it it's going to stink for Illinois. Of course, Mississippi State was going to have something to play for because of their head coach passing away. Mike but you know, but uh, he's looking out for himself. He's a smart young man and. Uh, yeah, good luck to him as far as position goes in the NFL draft. It stinks that he's not going to play in the bowl game. He's one of the main reasons why yeah. Illinois had a good year. But I understand he's protecting himself. It's a business. I'm glad these young athletes are starting to get in now. now they're a commodity, so you had to protect yourself at all costs. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, though, to see how what the mindset is. Because I know that uh, the Reliant Quest Bowl, that's who they're going to play in. Look, with Mike Leach untimely passing, I, I think, you know, the Bulldogs and Mississippi State, they're going to have a lot to uh, to play for. They're going to want to play for mm -hmm. him, you know, or else he'll he'll haunt them from beyond the grave. That's something that he probably would do. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I'm sure a lot of line fans are not very happy with this, this decision, but I know he's he's protecting himself, which is – Look, you see, you see a lot of the top players do. I think, I think, I think Ohio State's gonna be out a couple of their top guys for their uh, playoff game. I know Bijan Robinson for Texas. He's sitting out the bowl game too, declared for the draft. So yeah, this is becoming a big uh, thing the last few years. So uh, yeah, uh, the Hawaii yeah, get bowl, used to it. It's not gonna stop. Yeah, exactly. Middle Tennessee's in, in uh, San Diego State tomorrow in, uh, in the Easy Post Hawaii Bowl. That's always fun. Uh, that's about it. I mean, you got the first responder, first responder bowl, Memphis and Utah State. That should be an interesting one. Uh, Ticket Smarter, Birmingham Bowl. You got Coast Carolina, East Carolina. That should be a fun one. Our buddy uh, Twan Staley went to uh, East Carolina. He covers the Jets. He's an East Carolina guy, so I'm sure he's going to be mm -hmm. cheering hard for his uh, <laughs> for you know, for his Pirates. Uh, and the Guarantee Rate Bowl. You got Wisconsin and Oklahoma State. So that should be a fun one. All right, so that's your uh, schedule for college football for the Bulls this week. We'll get into more of the college football playoff on our shows next week as we will not be here on Monday because we'll observe the Christmas holiday along the rest of you good folks out there. So we'll have two shows next week.
both next Wednesday the 29th and next Friday the next Friday the 28th and next Friday the 30th. So once again, mark this on your calendar. Second City Sports will be on next week, December 28th, and again on December 30th. All right. With that said, you can follow me at Keenan McGee on the Twitter and at Keenan McGee on IG. You can follow your Shirley Sydney Bryant on the Twitter and the IG at CK80. Once again, at CK80, SIDKID80, SIDKID80. Make sure you download that Sports on Chicago app wherever you get your apps. Follow Sports on Chicago on all social media platforms. Subscribe to our podcast at War on Anchor. We are available on all podcast platforms, including the iHeartRadio app. And make sure you give War Media a follow at WAR Media on all social media platforms. Thank you very much in advance for your support. Like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa, which starts on Monday, if you celebrate that. Uh, to all of our good viewers and listeners out there uh, on the Sports Zone Chicago landscape and at War Media as well, have a great and self safe and healthy holiday season. Like I said, we'll be back on Wednesday, December 28th. So we're going to take a few days off and make sure you stay warm out there because it's getting dangerously cold out there, especially across the country. And I know some of you uh, folks on the East Coast is getting the brunt of the storm right now. So uh, stay safe and have a safe and healthy holiday season. Absolutely. And also, too, you got this is going to be the perfect time. You're going to be you know, stuck indoors. So why not go on Roku? If you got Roku TV and the Roku TV app, you know, you know, just you know, type in Sports of Chicago on you know your favorite, uh, you know, on your smart TV, whatever device you have, you know, your smartphone, your laptop, your PC, uh, Chromebook, whatever you have and catch up on shows like ours, our show, Sean and Maya. Uh, I don't know if the smoke photos are going to be uh, on uh, next you know, this weekend, but uh, you know, what's up, cuz, too? So, yeah, so make sure, you know, just take this time to catch up on your favorite shows. <laughs> yes. Forrest, yeah, Forrest said, I'm Akita. This is Second City Sports on uh, Sports Social Chicago. Happy holidays to all of you, and stay warm out there. Don't go outside unless you absolutely have to. And if you are going to go outside, please stay warm. And mm-hmm. such. But yeah, this has been Second City Sports on Sports Social Chicago. And uh, yeah, happy holidays, and we'll see you on Wednesday. Dub Bears, holla!